Hello, everybody. Uh, please welcome back Vito to the Broken Campfire Podcast, the greatest podcast in the world. <clears throat> welcome back, uh, Vito. Welcome, Vito. Welcome. You took you took a week off to play a new game, I think. Uh, just yeah, out. I was at I was at video game camp. Right. Uh, what, what was <laughs> um, Dad Space? No, that can't be right. Dad's back. Dead Space. Right. So what what was that yeah. about? Give me, give me, actually, one sentence. Tell me what that game was about. You have one sentence. Uh, aliens. Necromorphs. Hey, Do you say it with an M? Aliens? He did it in one word. Holy shit. Well, it's, it see, is I about asked, aliens. I asked for a sentence, and that implies kind of a structure to it. Oh, I thought you said one word. Um, no, 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 one sentence. You got a whole bunch of words you can use. Uh, fucking... A man doing his job. Oh, okay. Fucking right, a man doing it. his nice, job. I got it. That's it. Nice and simple. And it's hey, a good old blue-collar space game. Those of you playing uh, Broken Campfire Bingo at home, you can go and check off John and Flask on your cards because they are both present in the podcast as well. <laughs> hey oh, I hope you won. Those of you who put Greg as that last tile you needed, though. Yeah. Well, make sure you check off that free space, though. You got you yeah. got Gregged again. You got Greg. Greg got is not Greg. here t- this week. He has work, unfortunately. He does something that he's getting paid for right now, unlike us. Um, oh, let's nice. jump straight into the roundtable. And now I've been starting the last few weeks with John. John, just go and take a back seat. We're going to start with Vito. Get back there. Sit down, John. There's Rumi back here. Really can spread out. I kind of want to go back there now. All right, then come to the front. I want to. Oh no, no, no! I already got my feet <laughs> up. I took uh, my actually, shoes everybody off. go in the back. We'll just let Vito. No, talk stop! No. Damn, put your shoes <laughs> back on. Um, yeah. So I'm back, and uh, I played video games this week, and I'm coming in this podcast hot <gasps> because <gasps> I literally just beat Dad's Dad's back. That's base nice. uh, one. Um. And uh, it was great. I enjoyed it. I never played Dead Space before. Uh, but my, you know, the last couple of weeks, you know, it took me a while to beat that that last mission because I put it on hold for a little bit. Um, <laughs> more but, more uh, accurately, you stopped you stopped 20 minutes from the end. I stopped 20 minutes from the end for because like I thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a motivation thing. Um, I thought that EA Play was going to be out by like the 10th. Turns out it's just for consoles. That is true. Excited. You got EA played. I got EA played. I was excited to jump right into Dead Space 2, uh, but it turns out I'll have to wait a month till December, so I lost a little motivation there. But um, that's not Dead Space's fault. It's EA's fault because uh, Dead Space was a good game. Uh, Dead Space spoilers until 1522 for those who care. And But you know what? I've been really excited because... All my friends have been asking me, Vito, did you beat Dead Space yet? Did, did you did you beat that last mission? Oh, Vito, you gotta beat you gotta beat the last mission. Oh, you're gonna love the you know. I, no one actually said you're gonna love the twist at the end, but you guys have been saying a bunch of things that implied there's like some sort of twist. Or, it's a real brain you know, bender, dude. A real <laughs> brain bender. So I've been thinking, like, man, I can't wait till fucking you know it zooms out and the whole planet <laughs> that, that is a our snow fault. globe. You know, <laughs> or, or fucking, I'm gonna fi- wake up from like a, I don't know, it. some sort of, yeah, give me a snow globe ending. I <laughs> or wish. I'm gonna wake up Isaac, from, uh, you were the aliens. 
Yeah. Or like I, I, I wake up from like a blackout state and like there were no aliens. I was just like massacring like a ship full of regular humans. You know, that would have been really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out there is no twist though, so I don't know why you guys. Well, there is a twist. Did that to me. What are you talking about? There, there, there is a twist. There I mean, we, we were, we, we weren't saying. Okay, in the pre-pod, we were not saying that there was no twist. We were just saying the twist isn't like that big of a deal. It's more the Easter egg. There's definitely Which is, a twist. The girl's, the, your girlfriend is dead. She's been dead since the beginning of the game. And yeah, you, but I, I knew that. I knew did, that's not a twist. How I did knew you that know that? Was, how did you know this that? This is where. I was waiting be- for this. Because your girlfriend doesn't just like, oh, come, Isaac. Like, we need to be together again. Like, she was weird. She was creepy. I, I knew she wasn't, know, she wasn't John, real. John, here's I'm the point I brought up to him. She was real. I'm glad, John, I'm glad you're here. This is the point I brought up to him. All right. You remember, you were watching those streams with us. I do. Do you clearly remember us kind of, like, prodding Vito about the twist? Like, yes. poking and prodding? We were we were trying to get him to make guesses, right? Like we explicitly asked him what's going to happen. And I was being hesitant. I like to let the game do its uh, thing. No idea. You know? you I, 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 so, Vito, excuse me. We're talking to John. John, at <laughs> any point, did you feel like Vito at all suspected she was dead? No, he was even talking to the girl. He didn't look. I'm saying Vito was talking to this lady in specific cutscenes. He didn't mention anything. I think we even brought her up, and she was just like, "Yeah, I'm just trying to get to my girlfriend." You're, to your I credit, I happening. think at one point you said you thought there was something going on. I thought there was a lot more than something going on. I knew she was dead the whole time. Mm, I'm uh, telling you. I knew. I, I didn't know she was dead, but I thought she was probably dead or maybe like she was possessed. But it definitely 100% that was not my girlfriend. Um, the most I can say for you is that you did think that. I remember being present for <clears throat> a stream where yeah. you commented upon... The fact that there was something very clearly wrong with her. And that's, you know, that's very unsubtle. Yeah, not <laughs> There's the something, not something right wrong right. with her is right. not the same as yeah. she's dead and in right. my that's brain. That's what I'm saying. I can give him that I, much that he did. I told not, him. I think, I, think you might have, I think you might have even said the words, I don't think that's my girlfriend. But that is yeah. not the same thing as my wife is yeah. dead. Look, well, I didn't spell it out, brain. but I, I told Andy, and he doesn't believe me. And that's fine. But I said to him, if you had asked me really... You know, spell it out. I would have said she's been, she's dead, dude. She got, she got murdered, or, or I, I didn't know it was suicide, but she got killed at least uh, when all these aliens took over. And I'm just obviously seeing stuff because I'm like seeing stuff. The, the, the whole thing game. is, like, I, I you know what? So even reasonable. if, even if she it, wasn't wait, dead, listen, listen. I believe that's so reasonable, and I want to believe you. But where I get stuck up on is, I feel like I did ask you to spill out. Spell out what you think is going to happen, or where you think yeah, it's going. You guys on. asked me, and I don't uh, say much. You said, I, don't, you, I wanted to play the game, no and find out. I did say I had no idea, but I had an idea. Uh, I didn't I really know. mean what that. About, so hey, you right, lied to us. Even oh, but all right. But what about the chapter thing? They even spell literally spell it out for you. Right. Well, I uh, did you did you notice that while you were playing the game? Of course, I always write down my chapter titles. <laughs> no, but I'm sure some, somebody the first letter of every chapter in his somebody had to have noticed well, it originally, uh, so it's definitely noticeable. John, I, I actually wanted to ask you. I, I well, Flash has played Dead Space Two as well, but I haven't. So I gotta ask: When you guys were playing Dead Space Two for the first time, were you, you like the... uh, were you like reading the chapter titles and trying to figure out what it was trying to tell you? Yeah, but here's another uh, thing, and I, I remember. I, I definitely remember this when we 
originally played Dead Space, you know, back in the 360 when we were, you know, 360ians. We definitely talked about the spoilers. We talked about the whole chapter spelling out, you know, uh, Nicole is dead. So Vito definitely Where somewhere in his I? subconscious brain had heard no, that. I, I didn't even I think about that. If you, we no, you know what? And I, and I can explain this point. very easily, John. I if we looked on the forums, the I bet time. we talked about it. I, I can almost guarantee there's a threat on Dead Space in the forum motion. I probably didn't pay attention. I just I don't, the game I, I played. I, didn't, uh, I don't look at spoilers. I, I, I know what we're doing after this pod. I, I, played, I can't, I can't I, believe that you wouldn't have heard Greg or someone talk about it in a party when the game was coming out. I'm not saying you remembered it, but I'm saying somewhere in your subconscious. I don't you, listen to Flash, everything Flash, you guys say. Okay, well, I'm going to disagree with you. Yo, Flash, do, do a search on Forum Motion. Can you pull that up? <laughs> a live search. Go back to the Weebly. Um, I, I, I also played like Last of Us without knowing any... You know, Last of Us 2 without knowing any spoilers. I'm adept at avoiding spoilers. Hold on. All right, for The Last of Us 2, a game that just came out and you played it new, is I'm just saying that a game that came out over 10 years ago that all of us have played and discussed yeah. in Xbox Live parties. I think it was so old, though, that it, it, nobody really talks about it anymore. I'm not. I wanna, that's I, I, not I, I, my I point. Mean, that, that, that's John's in any point. case, John's, John, John's point is John's point's exactly that: is that you heard it, and you forgot it, but somewhere deep down, you didn't really forget it. Jeez, that's what John's trying to say. Okay, well, I want to come down in defense of Vito for a minute because I, I want to be like a reasonable person here. Thank you, Flash. It's, it's not. I don't appreciate that at all. <laughs> it is not subtle that Nicole is uh, clearly not what she seems, right? So there's there's it's easy to pick up on that uh, she's either a a vision or a hallucination or some kind of thing masquerading as her whatever the case may be about her nature. Vito picked up on that because that's not it's obvious enough. It's like they he very make it obvious, easily picked yeah. up. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that being said, I don't think it was necessary for him to uh, particularly pick out she is dead. And no. these are illusions. I think it was a more general sense of she is not my girlfriend. She's not just her. She's something else. What the nature of that might be could be whatever based on the sci-fi, uh, like fantasy premise I'm involved in right now. You know, whether it be hallucinations or an actual zombie in her skin or whatever. Uh, so I think like asking him to s like semantically determine what exact nature she was or she had is is like technical you know i think yeah. i think he okay, got okay okay hang on hang on furthermore hang on let me hang add on, it. I, I just want to say i just want to say flask it's it's amazing to me that you weren't there in the pre-pod with just me and Vito, because like almost word for word right up until the very end uh, right until right before the end you said exactly my point to him that you know there's there's two things we're dealing with here there's the question of whether of whether or not this thing that we see as Nicole is real, and I think that's a much easier question than the answer a question of what happened to Nicole. And mm -hmm. if you boil it down to like material evidence at the beginning of the game, you see a video of your wife before the events of the game start that's clearly real, that is not part of your mind games or whatever, and the video cuts off with like your wife's fate uncertain. What happened to her? Is she responsible for this? Did she escape? You know, is, is she something I'm going to deal with in Dead Space 2? I'm going to find her. Um, you know, does she have a secret idea? You know, whatever. Like, any number of things. What happens at the end of that video? I'm like, where I kept arguing with Vito afterwards is that Vito 
was still claiming that he knew Nicole was physically dead and not. I'm gonna. It, it, okay. I don't. I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's a technical distinction. I think it's the well, the, the the main question of the game. I'm gonna retort, and I'm gonna I'm gonna explain this. I'm gonna break this down in a way that you'll understand, Andy. It's like the main mystery of the game. You guys, you guys are saying that. Yeah, I I could understand that there's something wrong with her, um, but not necessarily that she would be physically dead. Okay, here you go, Mister Scientist. How about Occam's Razor? Right? <laughs> I don't know if I'm using that right, but does everybody on this ship is dead? They were killed by aliens. <laughs> Every single person is dead. Why would my girlfriend be alive? Not all the people were dead. He ran into people that weren't dead. Everybody except later. for the bad guy, and he died. Everyone later. he saw who was alive died when he saw them. Yeah, <laughs> but they were still alive, <laughs> no. though. Yeah. They were still Vito. alive until you seen Vito. them. So why wouldn't you assume so more people would be like alive? I think it's just like a natural, just a natural thought. Like, yeah, she, she's dead. And if she was alive, that wouldn't have been, you know, any more surprising. I think. It's an underwhelming, underwhelming Vito. ending. I wanted a snow globe. Schrodinger's now, now Vito. This is what I'll say: is that that was a. I'll give you one clap for a uh, <laughs> crude, rudimentary application of Occam's razor. But you forgot the most important thing: is that you are the main character and she is your wife. And the main question in this game is what happened to her. So you can't just treat her like the background dressing of a setting of like dead, dead people or whatever just like make the world feel (laughs) make the world feel like totally dark she she is one of the main characters of the game most of which start the game alive everybody i thought you would think that you would be dead already because everyone else that's what i'm saying is that like you don't know like you might be the dead one that's part of the question one thing john (laughs) oh no no (gasps) My, my plasma cutter Wait, Vito, put it down. Wait, Vito. No. John, he needs those limbs to read, play video read, games. Read, John, read the first letter of every episode of our podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, hold on. It's, no, your, it's your fate. <laughs> John is... No. How <laughs> did we stretch that into 35 episodes? Yeah, that's a pretty good long bit. I'll give you that. Oh, uh, wingdings. And well, I, I put a lot of extra uh, vowels in the latter <laughs> half. John is going to John. die. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right, all right. This was a this was a fun this was a fun trip, but we're quickly spiraling towards one of those veto roundtables that just accumulates mass. So yeah, pretty much edit yeah. all this. I've actually uh, I've, I've turned around on this. I forget everything I said in Vito's defense. I think I agree that it was disappointing that he claimed that he thought he knew she was dead for sure physically. Oh, so yeah. uh, thank you, Woo! Vito. All right, all right. You know thank you. And with everybody in agreement, I'd like to move on to Vito's <laughs> next game. Uh, for my next uh, segment. <laughs> Uh, I've been playing uh, Doom Eternal's first DLC, The Ancient Gods Part 1, which is a lot of fun. I'm a big Doom Eternal fan, and The Ancient Gods does, like, continue the story. I haven't finished it yet. I think I'm almost done. Uh, I think there's basically, like, three new regions you go to. Um, One's, like, a a, uh, oil rig that is collapsing into like a very turbulent stormy ocean which is really cool right. sounds like a cool uh, set piece it is it is cool and the set pieces in that game are, are gorgeous um 
And then the uh, second level is the Blood Swamps, which is as cool Good. as it sounds. And uh, I don't know what the third place is. I might even be in the third place, but I, I don't know. I'm not really sure what it's called. But uh, yeah, it's really cool. Furthers the story, I guess. If I, I mean, barely. There, there wasn't really much story to begin with. Um, but it definitely is a continuation. Uh, but it's just more Doom. And it's really, really fucking hard because... You know, this yeah. DLC, I guess, is meant to be played after you beat the uh, the campaign already. So they're expecting you have like a fully upgraded uh, Doom Slayer, and, which I do. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm not bad at the game. I'm, pr- I'm pretty good at the game, I think. Uh, but I'm playing on Ultra Violence right now. And I have a Nightmare playthrough also in the campaign. So I, I played on Nightmare. And it's just really fucking hard. They throw like every single boss in the game at you at once in every arena. Um, that's pretty dope though i kind of like that it is pretty dope i guess you you might consider it just like a uh it's like a boss know. boss rush kind of right yeah kind of yeah um but it's definitely extra challenging and a lot of fun so i'm liking that um a lot of and dying. then a lot of dying yeah flash saw me play uh <laughs> di- dying a lot also doing a lot of killing don't forget that um, and then uh, I've been playing. Uh, well, hang on. Before, rock, before you move on, I, yeah. I thought you had you had words about the soundtrack to say, didn't you? Yeah. Um, you know, Mick. Uh, I don't think he's in in uh, Mick Gordon. I don't. I don't think he did the soundtrack he, to these he, I don't DLCs. He is, no. And I just felt like the sound. It, you know, the soundtrack's not bad. It just doesn't fucking bump. Like, it doesn't bump. Hmm. I get you. It doesn't fucking right. bang. Like you know the campaign but i i could just be thinking that just because in my head i'm like oh there's no mick gordon right right you know maybe i'm biased <clears throat> i like mick gordon but it definitely doesn't feel like it it fucking bangs you know what i mean yeah i get you it bangs doesn't bang but uh yeah that's what i gotta say about doom eternal ancient gods um there, there's like a cool addition in that game i guess where it's like a dark souls kind of mechanic I guess if a player dies to, I don't know if it's like a, if a lot of players die or if a player dies to like a certain demon, then that demon like invades your world as an empowered demon and they're like super, <laughs> super powerful. That's kind of cool. I know there's supposed to be some sort of invasion mechanic where you could actually invade other players' uh, worlds, but I, I don't know if that's out yet. Uh, but that would be really That'd be cool. funny if Doom had like a nemesis mechanic where... If a demon kills you, it comes back the next time, like empowered, and then it can ambush you throughout different levels. I could totally see that happening in a Doom uh, game. Just pop out of a uh, portal. It's me, motherfucker. Hell yeah! What if it was just like a little, (laughs) a little like uh, walking corpses? (laughs) Not even zombies. Yeah, one of those zombies that don't really do anything. Possessed. Yeah, it just had a lot of armor, but didn't really attack you at all. Shambled towards you slowly. Yeah. It's me. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing Deep Rock Galactic with the boys. I know you guys talked about it a lot last pod, so I'm not really going to say much. Except, uh, well, 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 you you got a unique opinion. You you yeah. maybe had a different start than us. I think you can talk about it as much as yeah, you want. Yeah, I mean, you guys know I played it. I two-houred it on Steam, and I didn't not like it. It was cool, uh, but I just didn't feel like keeping it, so I returned it. Lucky me. Uh, came out on Game Pass like the next week. And, you couldn't escape um, it. I couldn't escape it. Uh, it's probably John's doing. That, probably, that really you know, was fortunate, honestly. 
Yeah, because I I'm really enjoying it now. There's a fortunate uh, confluence of events there. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it, especially as I'm able to like upgrade my my little dwarf. Uh, I've been only playing as the gunner class so far, and I just love entering like one of these complex cave systems and like immediately. I'm not saying I'm good at this, but you know, having this mindset like, okay, how can I play zip lines to make this this cave exactly, system dude. that i'm unfamiliar with more you know easy to navigate for my pals traversable um so yeah i'm, I'm enjoying it uh a lot i want to play some more yeah i mean it, it's like i told you and i think we've had a few people in our group have this experience where when it, you gotta wait for it to click but when it does it just feels good like that moment when you drop in everyone in the group has the same mission Oftentimes, you guys don't even need to, like, coordinate all that. Like, you don't need to talk all that much. Yeah, not too much you're, at all. You're just, really, you're, yeah. you're, you're just on the same vibe because you all know what you need to do to help each other out. And it's not like you're doing your own thing. It's it's little things. Like, I see Alex, uh, the scout, ping this um, deposit of nitra that's, like, high up. And so I just turn around and I shoot a platform for him, you know. And he just runs over and jumps on it. You know, right. little things like that. Yeah, every role has its uh its things that it does you know i i like to be the revive guy because i've got my little shield i just feel like it's easier for me to revive people than than it is for other classes right so i just throw the shield down someone's down go in go in for the save just feels awesome those little moments you know i get you um and yeah not to belabor the point but Man, that that magic when you set all that stuff up to like find nitro or you get to places and then a swarm comes and all all of a sudden all all those zip lines you set, all those bridges you made and your platforms, those things that you dug out, like those tunnels become vital to your survival. I love that of that game. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Rock and stone. Rock and stone, stone, brother. Flask? Yeah. You gotta right. do a rock and stone. It sounds like oh, management uh, to me. Rock and stone. You're not coming home. Is it rock and stone? Rock and. You're not a Reed, leaf lover, are you? Yikes. Uh, no, I don't I don't have anything else. I played a little Gears 5. I'll let uh, John scream about that. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I was going to move on to Flask, but he, he kind of disgusted me, so he can sit back there. John, why don't, uh, why don't you go and tell us what you want to Or rock stone. <sighs> you'll get it don't worry all right what have i been doing let's see all right i've what got some um some more time in yakuza 7 got about 25 hours in it now which i, I think man, that didn't seem like it can be right wow that's a wow, lot of time that, that actually that's is a lot of time yeah pretty good I, amount of time in a game i have not been doing game. a lot of stuff though i've been doing a lot of a lot of mini games uh I like to collect cans. They have this Pac-Man-like game um, where you collect cans. <laughs> That's cool. I like cool. to collect cans. And some fun mini-story. I've actually, you know, I've gotten more into the combat. I've actually, you know, you know, gotten further in the game. Um, I, I do like it. It's, you know, like I said, it's turn-based. It's kind of like a, like a JRPG, like Dragon Quest or something. And it's just uh, it's good old fun. You got, uh, I got a crew right now. I got my four people. I'm sure I'll get more, and you can swap them out as they go. But right now, I got my my main four. They all got different abilities. You know, I got like a lady, 
She can like uh, you know sp- spray herself with perfume to like pump up her attack. <laughs> or like I got a hobo guy and he shoots like uh, you know he'll take a swig of booze and then he'll shoot it at somebody you know through like a a, a lighter and it'll set him on fire. Oh hell yeah! Breath of fire. He's, he's like my magic guy. I've got like a you know your your tank guy. He's like an ex cop. He got fired and he just fucking slams everybody down and runs around like a big hulking idiot. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, super digging silly. I'm digging in a lot. I've, I mean, it's great. I don't know. I, I don't want to say it's my favorite one yet, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty much liking everything about it. Even the mini, uh, the uh, another mini game I've been doing. It's this big. Um, I mean, it's not as intricate, obviously, as Mario Kart, but it's a it's a kart racer. I mean, and it does have like you, know, you can drift around corners, and it has like weapons you pick up and you can shoot. And there's like a whole storyline with it with a bunch of fucking crazy-looking cartoony folks, you know, that are always running run around. I think like there's there's like three different teams. There's one that's like a like a luchador and his buddy, and then there's like this old lady, <clears throat> she's like a brothel owner, and she has her friend, and then there's like this group of I think they're in, like a boy band. It's like a whole, it's all, it's like a big sub story, uh, and you gotta like beat That's them all, and you gotta beat them all in the kart racing. You know, you gotta climb the climb the ranks, oh, of course, man. and be the bet kart racer. Uh, not pocket racing. This is like a Mario Kart racing. Oh, I saw you doing some of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost those guys. Um, so I mean, I just been digging a lot. I mean, if you like Yakuza, you'll definitely like this one. You're oh, not the uh, the the Can King though yet, like Greg is, right? Oh no, I am. I oh, am. you are. You also became Can King. Yeah, yeah. I well, grinded. I, I think out. Greg was even saying that he suspected that John beat his score. I did beat what? his score, but then while we were doing this, he actually went back and beat my score. <laughs> Although between between us, I know that I can crush his score because he beat mine by like 20 cans. Last time he did it, I still had like 30 seconds left. I wasn't going for a high score. I was just trying to get the title of King of Cans. You just What's need to collect cans, so then? many. I'm collecting cans. I'm a homeless man in Yakuza. Oh, you just—it's like a Pac-Man. It is literally game. like, like he, a he goes Pac-Man. Third person. Yeah, 3D. You're like running around with this cart, and on the little see a little side map, and on there there's like little blips of cans, like the little pegs you get, and then every now and then there's like a big blip, and it's worth like 30 cans. And then you also have other people running around the the ghosts, uh, and they'll knock you in. You'll lose a bunch of cans, but also they'll have like uh, little energy drinks you can drink to go fast and knock the carts over. Basically, like the fruit and and Pac-Man. So, so it literally is Pac-Man. It li- it's literally Pac-Man, but you're getting cans, <laughs> and uh, it's pretty fun. I'm gonna blow so you two are going to the water. compete each other into the Can-Man leaderboards. <laughs> yeah, pretty much we're gonna make uh, King of Kong, but with this stupid Can mini game. Right. <laughs> and I'm I'm about to pull a Billy Mitchell and submit it tape and blow Greg out the water. I'm so confident that I can beat 964. Let it be known on this uh, podcast. Flash. I'm gonna have Flash, over one thousand. I just got an email. Uh, a listener says that they have irrefutable pre- uh, evidence that John is playing Yakuza on MAME. Oh, no. John. No. John. I'd like you to prove it. And I'm also suing them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Cool. That's it sounds like a good game. Um, uh, I, I kind of like JRPGs just in general. I haven't played many of them recently, but I played them a lot as a kid, so I have some nostalgia for it. And one of my favorite games of all time is Earthbound. And Earthbound can, like, most uh, accurately and quickly be described as a quirky, charming uh, satire of Japanese RPGs. 
and um, this game gives me weirdly similar vibes in the same way that it's like a satire of uh, turn-based RPGs. Though I I haven't played enough to actually say if it's like a true satire, if it's just making some jokes about it, you know what I mean? Um, or, you know, I guess there's not really a meaningful difference between that anyway. So for that reason alone, I'm only on Yakuza 0. I, oh God, you know, there's a part of me that wants to just buy it. Yeah, I don't blame you. Well, I play and a of Order. I mean, whatever. I mean, this one really, so far I have not, I mean, I know I'm going to see him eventually, but so far I have not run into any characters in previous games yet. Uh, right. I mean, they're, they're lurking out there, I know that. Oh, yeah, another thing that it was pretty funny and cool that I, I didn't unlock last week that I unlocked is, uh, they call it Poundmates. It's just in-game service uh, that you take out your phone and you dial. Basically, it's the their way of explaining summons in the game. Like, you know, you meet people, and then you, you get them right. in your pound mates. And I've got a few summons already. I got the the big baby man. Oh, because they pound people. They pound people. Exactly. Okay. I thought uh, for a second it was like a Tinder thing. Oh, uh, no. Well, they make it funny. Cause I the, thought it the, was referring to the, the pound symbol on a phone. <laughs> those all go into effect because when you start the side... It's very early on in the game when you're just learning stuff. Levels here. When, yeah, when you start the side quest, you know, the guy picks up a poster and it had like a bunch of ladies and it's like pink and there's hearts. And it says, like, pound mates. And he's like, fuck yeah, I'm calling it to get a date. And then you call it and they're like, we'll send someone out right away. And then, you know, while you're waiting, you get in a fight and then some dude shows up and he helps you fight. And he's like, oh, I sent from pound mates. <laughs> they made it seem like it was supposed to be like that. And then you're like, oh, okay. cool. Anyways, yeah, so I've unlocked some fun ones. I got the, the big Yakuza guy in the diaper. He's a summon I can do. Uh, the most oh, recent really? one I That's got cool. was a, a little crawfish that I saved. He's pretty badass. Hell yeah. And they, they all have extravagant, like, cutscenes where they just go fucking insanely, like, over the top and stuff. You know, like most summons. You know, like Final Fantasy, you know, you see someone, like, bring a fucking meteor down from the heavens. Yeah, I was going to say, did you get Ifrit yet? I mean, yes. Well, I I have uh, I cheated a little bit. Cause, you know, this game came out in Japan like last year. Uh, I did look up some of them, and uh, there are some that are pretty crazy, almost on that level. But somehow, you know, I could Yakuza. totally imagine <laughs> them doing like a Yojimbo from Final Fantasy kind of thing, where you have to pay him money every time, but he's like oh, an excellent samurai warrior. Well, that, that is another part of the summons. It's it's like a service, right? And so you it's do actually dumb. you do pay money for the. When you use pound mates, so it doesn't use your MP or whatever, your magic points, you gotta pay money. Okay, that makes sense. Call them over. <laughs> uh, I, I am, I'm, I'm betting I'll find like a Yojimbo person. It's just like the more you pay them, like the better they'll do or something. Yeah. And they carry an actual katana. That would be sweet. So that's Yakuza, still pretty sweet. Still look like I have such a long way to go. I'm only on like chapter three. I guess actually chapter four. There's just so much fun to have. There's tons of fun to have. Uh, moving on from that, I played a little bit of Sid Murphs. Otherwise Sid Murphs. known as Sid Meier's Civilization VI. Oh. Uh, I mean, I've, I, I've played... I have 81 hours in Civ Six. I played it when it came out. I've played a lot. But they just my, my buddy's super into it. And they just came out, or they recently came out with a free... Um, like a pirate mode. Uh, it's almost like a, I don't want to call it a battle royale, but it's, it's a, it's a versus mode where instead of trying to build a civilization, you each start as a different pirate civilization, quote unquote, it's just like a pirate clash with different abilities. Like, you know, one can 
move faster, the other gets uh, better gold, whatever. They just distill the civilization down to pirates. Anyway, so you get your <laughs> ship, and then it's just like a big sea map with a couple port cities, and you just go around like looting the cities and building up your army, and then eventually you got a fucking beef with your, your friends to become the top pirate. So you're just kind of like a marauding band without a nation to call home? Yeah, yeah, there's no there's no city, there's no city building. It's just you okay. and your ship, and then you can get more ships and just build up. They actually, they also added, I didn't play it, um, I mean, I have played it before, but they added a, they did add a battle royale. It's called, like, the Red Death. It's actually pretty fun. How does that work on <laughs> Civilization? It's it's kind of weird. You don't, you don't like yeah. I said, you're not building, like, civilizations in this one. It's, it's actually, so it's cool. You have, like, uh... I think there's like a dozen of them. They're different quote-unquote civilizations, but it's stuff like humans or mutants or zombies or robots, you know what I mean? Just like oh, stuff you cool. would see in the apocalypse. And like yeah. you're basically just like a roving gang, and all over the map are like different like uh, areas you can raid, and you just try and build up as much as you can, while like the, the Red Death is like, you know, the bubble closing you in, and eventually you're just forced to fight people as you get closer. That's neat. I, it surprisingly man, works well. That, that is not at all something I, I expected from that franchise but that's kind of cool i like that i mean i'm not a big fan of battle royales but it's a neat take on it yeah 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 so civilization if anyone's wondering they're still doing stuff <laughs> uh cool you know good for them good for and then yeah good, good i like set five a lot yeah um well, I mean, for that, I like Civ 4. But, uh, they're all pretty good games. I like Sid Meier's Although Civilization usually, Revolution. Oh, I love Civ Rev. Oh, I, I recognize it's not like as good. Uh, although with Civ 5 Same. and Civ 6, the the base games are fine. They definitely were like complete after you buy their like you know DLCs. Uh, for Civ 6, they had like a cool like a weather one like with global weather and you know, like flooding and stuff and. And then they had like a uh, United Nations like DLC. Uh, they stuff, that could, stuff that could have been the game, but you know, it's nice in there now. I want all the kids listening to close the ears for this one. Um, my favorite memory of playing Civ Five, just a quick anecdote, is uh, passing joints with a friend, with two friends, what? all day at all day at his apartment. While we played Civ Five on Hot Seat, it sounds terrible. It was surprisingly incredibly fun. What's Hot? We seat? played for like, oh, Hot Seat is just a way to play Civ Five multiplayer locally. Oh, okay. That does sound fun. I think I think we had Civ the Civ Five computer going, and then we also had like Street Fighter going on the TV. So we <laughs> would just you would take your turn and then match whoever was free, or just you know fuck around, get food, whatever. That sounds so chill. Yeah. It was a very chill day. Sticks with me to this day. Very chill. Nice. Thanks, Sid. Thanks, Sid. Thanks, Sid. Not the drug Moving stuff, on. though. That's not yeah. that's very no, not that's... chill. No, Sid's his <clears throat> dealer as well. Oh, fuck. Dude, that'd be yeah. weird. <laughs> It'd be really weird. <laughs> All right, look, moving on. We also played a little <laughs> game called Gears. You can of... open your ears, kids. Oh, yeah, open your ears. You know, I almost called this game by the wrong name. It was called it Gears of War 5, but it's not. It's Gears 5. Is it really not called it Gears is, of War 5? It is, it, it is legitimately 5. Gears 5. You can see wow. it on the Game Pass. I noticed it yesterday. So we played Gears 5 uh, yesterday. <laughs> it's been a very long time since so we played it. 
The market research showed that Gears of War just was, you know, Zoomers, they only say one word. They don't they don't do three or four words. It's too many words. Right. And God of also, War was pushing in on their, you know, acronym. Oh, that too, yeah. Well, you, no, you see, the thing is, is that they made the game somewhat slightly open world. So <laughs> it was a totally new direction for the series that justified changing the title a little bit. It's a signified departure, it, uh, you know. Gears of World. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Also, Fire this when, guy. you know, next next console release, they could do that. You know, after Gears has, uh, you know, worn out its welcome for for a decade, they'll release Gears of War, just as it is, and it'll be like, the yeah, movie, oh, the reboot, know? no number, the reboot, yeah, it'll be good, it'll be good. So Gears Five. Had its, uh, I guess, fifth major update. I don't even care what they called it. I think they called Hollow it Operation S- Hollow Storm. Hollow I know. Storm. I just yeah. pretend not to care. He <laughs> cares uh, so much. He wi- he, I he wish I didn't, he didn't care. He wishes he didn't as he checks the Gears 5 <laughs> subreddit every night before going to bed. Oh, I don't care. care. Um, uh, I'm fucking And I with it, they did, they did do a lot of changes. Picture. Strictly speaking... I could go on forever if we're talking about anything else. Strictly speaking, from a multiplayer perspective, I had a pretty fun time. Me too. Um, Me too. They added. The big a, part of it was the uh, the Lancer change, which is not necessarily something from this update. I just haven't played the game in a while. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, that was one. I want of you guys about Gears Five to just insert. I want the listeners here to go back. Look through the episode descriptions. I don't have it off the top of my head. To find when we played Gears 5 about a year ago. And find that hot take or that rant or something I did about how much of a terrible time I had trying to play Gears 5. And insert that right here. And that's all I'm going to say. Because <laughs> I had the exact same experience again. And I uninstalled the game. But, but sorry. This is not a criticism of Gears 5. Game Pass sucks. Using game Pass it sucks. sucks. Xbox Tour sucks. Gears 5 sucks a little bit. Um, but yeah, they, for this update, they added a bunch of classic maps. Um, some new ones. Uh, like I said, it's been such a long time we played. It It really does. It did feel like a new game. Um, it's, I wanted to get into the nitty-gritty a little bit. Yeah, Vito did mention the Lancer. Before, it was actually just like a fucking laser beam. And now it just feels like a gun. Uh, we were getting this weird thing. Alright, so we were playing... Uh, Quick plays, uh, quick play team death match. Oh yeah. And we're getting this weird thing where we were playing with a four drop, and maybe they did this. I, I don't know why. And pretty much we wouldn't get we wouldn't get teamed up against a, t- a team of five. It would always be like four people, and I At guess most. that makes it like they would stop letting people join after four people joined on the other team. You know, like they wouldn't give us a fifth and give the other team a fifth. It was just four v four. I don't is, hate that. Yeah, but which is weird. weird. I don't really care that much because Gears of One or yeah, Gears One was four v four. Yeah, Gears of One. Uh, it was four v four, so it's not like it's insane. And it, it was just us four like friends playing. So whatever, I'd rather not have one rando running around getting killed. It was but, strange. Yeah, it was one is, of many you, weird matchmaking things that were happening. I, you know, not not to belabor the point, re- retread the same discussion we had yesterday. But now that I think about it. Do you guys think that that speaks to perhaps a surprisingly low player count? Because I feel like <laughs> if you make this game and you balance the game, you're going to balance it around five players. You probably want every match to have five players. 
And so ideally, you want every match to have five players. But you can't do that if you just, you know, you, you always have a, a shortage of ones in a game or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I well, I, th- I think that's definitely a possibility. I also think, I mean, because I know, on, I know for a fact on ranked, it's it's five v five, and you know, if the game, you know, it, it won't start unless there's five on each team or whatever. Um, that is true. You guys were playing on casual. We were playing casual. I think maybe a concern was because you can leave freely on casual. That I don't know. Maybe they didn't like like skewed games. You know what I mean? Like people. Like it was harder to keep a squad. Like it was harder to keep a yeah, of five together. Exactly, exactly. So they're like, yeah, fuck I it. We'll just I get you. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm sure maybe we could look at their past updates and they planned it out or something. But definitely weird. I don't think I've, I mean I don't play a lot of multiplayer shooters. There are really any besides Gears. Uh, so I, it's hard for me to compare. I mean, but, it's kind of a clever solution to that problem. If if that is the solution, it wasn't just a lot of player base. If that yeah. is a solution, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, like I said, strictly gameplay. It was pretty fun. I had a fun time. Everything else. Yeah, they they added uh some some new maps. Right, that was Hall Storm. So. Yeah, they added Gridlock. Which if what do you guys think of uh, the new map Gridlock? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> new map Gridlock. Yeah, it's great. Anyone played uh, Gear before? You know, Gridlock. It's a classic map, and it's the beginning. They finally re-added it. Um. It's the exact same. It's not even. I don't think they like in the previous games. Usually they they re-add it, but they give it like a new skin. I mean, everything's the exact same, but like you know, be like a different color palette. But this one, they just they just straight up threw it in there. No change at all. Yeah, I love it. It's just uh, like it's a made. criticism that you passed between each other already. That I I couldn't that... care either way. Okay. I mean, well, uh, we we've talked about. <laughs> I, mean, I know we've that... talked about Gears Five extensively on the podcast before. I just mm-hmm. I just know there's an episode about that. And it's also a subject that just comes up often because, you know, I, I like Gears a lot, but I'll, I will fairly, I think, remove myself from the group that is very into Gears. And I'll say this, that we have a lot of people in our group that love Gears, that loved playing, have great memories of the first few Gears of War games. And to summarize our, our criticisms, uh, their criticisms maybe, uh, is that the uh, Gears of War series is not what it used to be and it's just it kind of sucks all around even though they want to keep playing it because they love gears right yeah. i, I just done. meant like you think it's using levels no you know what it is our, i think our main criticism was that it took them this long to add gridlock actually oh, <laughs> oh sorry yeah i was i was on i, I completely misunderstood your like the your game's been out for that. how long it's a it's a map that's been in every single game i mean some people might criticize that you know, like I want uh, but to it's not like, new maps, but it's just a classic. I don't know. It's yeah, just it's like, not why? like it's like a like a map that was in the other games that was. It was like the it's like Blood Gulch of Gears yeah. War. Like it was the premier okay. map. You know, it's what just I mean? a great it's, it's classic. More like, I guess I get what you guys are saying that it's it's like oh, there's a brand new map included in this new update. Oh, it's that old map that was like a an extremely classic map that, that should have been, been from the jump. It's like they also just added what Dom. As well, yeah, they're the character skins. Uh, well, I mean, it's still stupid. Yeah, they just added him, Dizzy, and Dizzy's like the main like face for the, you know, when you watch the video Operation Hollow Storm, which was like Dizzy and Scorm, whatever his name is. Right. Yeah, that stuff won't bother. And I don't really care about cosmetics. And I, you know, they're trying to suck people dry. I mean, it is shit. But maps are, you know, actually like playable things. 
Yeah. Uh, for me, it was, it's just the whole thing. Even well, yeah, like yeah. the small things, like the skins, it all adds well, up. Leave a bad this, taste in your mouth. This yeah. feeling like they don't understand the series that they're working with and their audience. <laughs> like all the little little tiny changes that really aren't a big deal um, on their own, but all together, it's like you know, they're they understand. They just didn't treat the cash. series well. Yeah. Uh, but you guys, credit, you guys wish it was just better. It's better to their credit, at, you know they they've gotten their money and they they filled their pockets and now they're doing the same cycle they did with Gears Four, where there's you know they've taken away the loot boxes and they've taken away the hyper grind and it's like all right we're gonna ease up a little bit but it's like it's a year and a half too late you know what I mean like I'm not gonna go back yeah. and sing your praises. Uh, yeah, but all in all, yeah. we had a lot of fun yesterday. Yeah, until we got scounced on. I even then. Well, you guys, you guys also had a rare night where you played for, uh, let's just say, four hours, and for like three hours straight, you were winning every. We game. were not even just winning, and honestly, we were committing war crimes on dude, these people. I 100 percent think that those were like some weird background, like back end placement matches, and at the end of them, they were like, "All right, these guys are good enough." Because we went from it was actually like I could hold my, you know, keyboard and mouse one handed and kill people. <laughs> To us fighting for our very Play lives, like, a, like yeah. every fucking kill was a like just a battle. I think even one yeah, match sounds we like really like went to overtime or something. It was crazy. I st- I mean I a- had a- fun a- that a- last uh, match that we lost though because it was so close. It was Steven it was Seagal match. in his later years mode, dude. <laughs> just, <laughs> you're barely trying and everything's dying. It was ex- it was exactly like that. It was crazy, yeah, but it was also stand fun. up once. <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh, but yeah, you that, what, that wraps uh, it up for me. Oh, oh I'm sorry. You know what okay. they should do? They should have a crossover. You know, now that Gears Pop is dead, they should have a crossover with Nintendo uh, oh, and use some of your favorite Nintendo characters and call it uh, Gears of Whack. <laughs> All right, here's the thing, though. If they had a, like, gritty, like, to scale Wario in the Gears of War universe, oh. I would probably <laughs> buy that skin. I love Wario. He's my favorite Nintendo character. I'd buy that skin. I'm telling you, Gears of Whack. Why don't they, they? Hey, they already substituted uh, fucking Batista in in the, in the campaign. If they substituted just a gritty, real world, fucking <laughs> hard ass Wario, oh my god! And don't I'd forget Waluigi. Or like ten Warriors. Flask. <laughs> yeah. Hi. I believe it is your turn finally, and it's I can't worm. put it off any longer, Flask. I'm gonna go get me some dinner, and while I do that, why don't you tell everybody what's going on? You insult me. You I'm insult kidding. Me. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna listen to every single word. Okay. You better respond. I'll respond to every single word in between bites of my dinner. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Well, that's that's all I can get. I've uh. Well, okay. So more Deep Space Nine. I just wanted to say, I passed the point where they. Change into the gray-shouldered, uh, colored undershirt uniforms. You know, um, they change right. from the the colored right. shoulder yes. black jumpsuit to the gray shoulder black jumpsuit colored undershirt uniforms. Uh, <clears throat> and I know a lot of people like them a lot, but I personally find them very boring. Mm. Uh, for me, it's the TNG season three to seven uniforms all the way. And uh, gray and black pajamas is it looks comfortable to wear, 
just boring visually to me. Right. It's practical, it, but it's just it's a not shot bad. of yeah, a shot of people uh, in like a corridor with these uniforms on. Looks like any other show. Doesn't look like Star Trek. Star Trek was built on colorful uniforms because it's the future and it's they live in a utopia. They can afford to be colorful. I, you yeah. said TNG three through seven all for you. That that's yeah. the uniform you want. I agree with that. That being said, I think Deep Space Nine's works, and and um, if only because what you're saying is that it you know Star Trek's powerful and all that. I guess Deep Space Nine is keeping the optimism, but is going to a darker territory. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much thought was put into that, but maybe that. Was, and you're around the point where things start becoming more serial and maybe started uh, taking a darker turn even still. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe, I thought it worked there for the, for that reason alone, maybe. And I, and I, remember, yeah, I don't think Cisco so. still looks cool, at least. Also, Eric owns a fabric shop, so if you want it, he can make better uniforms. <laughs> That's true. But he chooses not to because he's... Chooses. You never know what your don't know that guy, like yeah. fashion. Exactly. Uh, Shifty fashion oh, guy. I was gonna say the the uniforms came from uh was it first contact, the movie First Contact? Uh, uh that's okay. where they originated and then they were brought into DS9 and then oh. Voyager, I think. Oh. No, Voyager didn't get them because they're still using the old uniforms because they're far away. Um so they don't they don't get the memo. Uh but yeah, that's why DS9 adopted them because for some reason they decided to change the uniforms for the next TNG movie, First Contact. Uh, but you have a point, I think, actually, about DS9 having sort of a more somber tone and thus it being fitting. Still, visually, colorful Star Trek for me. That's all I got to say about that. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Also, I'm uh, I'm like partway through season six right now. Um, Are you making some headway? Making some yeah, headway? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite episode. Am I? I think it's yeah. Season what's, six. what's the episode title? It's se- it's season six, episode nineteen, I think. Like uh, pale blue, pale moon. moonlight. Yeah, pale moonlight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah, look out for it. it. I'll tell it is you a how great wrong episode. you are. Oh shit! Just Have you seen any bangers you. yet? Have I seen any that well, I? Well, I mean, I'm sure you have. But you got what? any uh, recent significant memories? Like any recent great episodes you? Uh, you talk a bit about like anything that you. Feel I mean, like I enjoyed the whole uh, six-part opener of season six. I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, for sure. Even though it had its ups and downs, like everything does, I liked that it was this sort of like serial, uh, you know, war. <laughs> yeah. Scenario. Yeah. You got any Bashir stories yet? Yeah, certainly. How do you feel about him? I hate Bashir. Oh, I don't, I don't hate I, him. That's I a like strong word. He's my least favorite person in the show, but I don't hate him. I like hate Bashir. Neelix, but I, I don't <laughs> like Bashir. I, I like Neelix more than I like Bashir. <laughs> what, all right, he's later, season, later season, Neelix kind of turns up here and there. Uh, yeah, but Bashir turns up when he plays darts with O'Brien sometimes. That is true. I can't, I can't had, deny you that the bromance with O'Brien is the only <laughs> thing that saves that damn character. Neelix has <laughs> a weird relationship with that child alien. And I don't like. Yeah, it. I like that. I, <laughs> I didn't like it. Well, he, it's not like a, it's not a romantic thing, is uh, it? I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't like how this sounds. I'm out. It's very. It seemed very uh, parenting to me. 
he gets pretty jealous sometimes. I think that there was some romance going on there. He's, he looks as a weirdo. You might have seen a couple episodes I didn't, Dan. <laughs> oh, definitely then. <laughs> Talk about Neelix, little creep. Anyways, yeah, but she was okay. I will say there's a, been a couple of episodes that were just, like, awful recently. So, <laughs> oh. maybe the opposite. Oh, uh, okay. So, n- name a couple. Name, name me, or, like, uh, what makes The ones you that, that came right after the six-parter, like, uh, the one with... Mirror Universe, uh, Burial, and, uh, um, the, the marriage between, uh, Worf and Jedzia. Oh, they had yeah. some pretty bad yeah. stuff to them. <laughs> I, I will say, I, I didn't want to say anything because I, I didn't know I, when he joined, but I, I really like Worf in the show. I did not like that plot. I, mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, I very much did not think that he and Jedzia should have ended up together at all. The episode or, with him and, and I uh, did not like that. The episode with those two on Ryza is like borderline character assassination for Worf, and I don't know why they wrote that episode. <laughs> Where he's I'd like have a to terrorist. See the episode again, remember it? Oh yeah, yeah. It was yeah, that's insane. No globe. Yeah, I feel like just from looking at the descriptions of upcoming episodes, I might be entering into banger territory soon. They might have like picked it up after some fumbles. <laughs> I've said so before we'll that I think the. The quality gets a bit more variable towards the later seasons, but there's still some, there's still some real gems in there. I think. Yeah, I'm mm. just saying somewhere, you know, you're gonna have to dig for it. There's a baseball episode. That's all I'll say. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's a baseball. Well, as for video games, uh, I can mention a couple. I've uh, on and off. I've been playing. <laughs> uh, I've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Legacy of the Duelist. What? Uh, yeah. Is that a PS2 game? It's on multiple platforms, but I'm playing it on PC. Is it? Was it a? Or is it a campaign-based game where you can pick like Yugi and then you beat that campaign? You pick it Kaiba. Is, yes. I there played that story game. mode. It's it's um pretty robust. That's the only of... only Yu-Gi-Oh game I've ever played. I think. Okay. I mean, it came out like 2015. I want to say. Oh, never okay. mind. Never mind. Okay. It, yeah. It's based. One it must be based similar. on. Yeah, it it must be based on that game that I play that sounds similar. I used to play um, Eternal Duelist Soul on the GBA back in the day. That was the one I always uh, played. Well, that was the one I had. Uh, but yeah, this is a more recent one. It's pretty robust in terms of feature set. There is a story mode, a campaign in which you can replay the, you know, the stories you know and love from the dang old anime, um, and it's pretty nostalgic going back and oh yeah uh the duelists of the oh duelists of the roses for ps2 that's right yeah that's one i played yeah um it's pretty nostalgic uh playing through the uh the original campaign again like the original anime storyline not because of the actual story like you know the the writing is like (laughs) mobile tier uh mobile game tier but just like the business of being immersed in the card game from that period before uh, the cards got like effect blasted to hell, in my opinion, from my from my layman's perspective, everything got way overcomplicated. In the in the in the good old days, it was just like what my monster can beat up your monster, you know? Right. And and every now and then you'd open a trap hole and be like, ha, I got you. Uh, th- those are the experiences I'm looking for. I don't think I'm going to continue past like that original anime storyline campaign. Um, but 
I'm, I've been playing that one on and off. You're not building uh, like a deck, like your whatever deck you want, nah. right? I so what you can do, you... you what you can do in this game is you can either use the story deck, so the deck that the character you're playing as had at that point in the anime storyline, right. or you can build your own deck that you can use in any duel, uh, and you can choose between those. And you can also do uh, reverse duels, so you can use the story, you can become the other character in that duel, and use their storyline deck. Um, so you basically are playing like the villain or the 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 opponent. So you play as like um, Weevil or yeah, and they, it, it it can become a lot harder because like you know you're facing like uh, Exodia or like Blue Eyes White Dragons, right? Or, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> some kind of bullshit like just Pot of Greed, uh, you know, yeah. uh, Resurrection or whatever. What was the one on the PlayStation? Do you remember? Did you play that one? It was uh oh uh it had like a two disc like case. Uh hold on, Google uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! True Dual Monsters Sealed Memories. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't ever play the game and now this, I want to. This one was insanely hard and I am convinced that the computer actively cheated to beat you. Are you just saying that cuz you're No, no, I'm telling you. I feel like if I googled it, I swear I, I swear I could find it. <laughs> Uh, this one haunted I wouldn't be, me. I wouldn't be shocked, to be honest, that a Yu-Gi-Oh game would just have a cheating computer. I do remember Forgotten for uh, Forbidden Memories. I do know that one. Um, do yeah. You still have your your decks? Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, somewhere at my grandma's Maybe house, or like in a box. No, for a fact. I mean, I didn't do anything. Got mine. Are you trying to throw it's down weird. It's, <laughs> I got mine, and it's a beater. I'm just saying. <laughs> I never got too into. Uh, never got too into Yu-Gi-Oh. I didn't get it into immediately came else. flooding back how to play the game. Like I didn't even need the tutorial because Yu-Gi-Oh. I think Yu-Gi-Oh was the one I actually played the most. Uh, I would re- probably remember basically how to play Magic if I needed to. I don't think I'd remember like Pokemon or anything like that. I don't think, I think I as a kid, I didn't even realize you could play Pokemon. I thought it was just, you know, it's just same a thing, dude. I mean, I knew you game, could. Yeah. I just didn't know how. I had. I the thought card. it was just you had. You just walk around and you ask people if they have doubles, and then they give them the. Oh, that's it. Just showing off your shinies, yeah. Oh, dude, less. that's awesome. Do you have doubles? Yeah, yeah, dubs. Foils. Did you just expect their doubles? You just like, oh, well, you... yeah. That's how I got all my Pokemon. <laughs> just give it to cards. me. I never, I never bought a pack of Pokemon cards. I would just ask for their doubles. But I mean, would you trade for your doubles? But I mean, I guess you wouldn't because you never bought a pack. No, I think I just went around and mooched off people. I just asked for their yeah, doubles. But I got into Yu Gi Oh! one bit. You're the problem. Bought, not surprised me one bit. <laughs> you guys got dubs? No, I had no dubs. Get out of your veto. <laughs> you got two there. You're not going to do anything with that. It's just part of I my think deck. I can scram. run four of them. According to my notes, we were somewhere on Flask's round table. Oh, okay. And I can't remember where that got off. Got off it's to. time to duel. I did the appropriate amount of deeds. What a great opening theme. Yeah, it is. Uh... So that I've been playing on and off. I've also, uh, I decided to try out Elder Scrolls Online. No, oh, why Why do you do this to yourself? Just Never no. mind, you did this to yourself with the Star Wars game and you actually liked it enough that you still play it sometimes. Yeah. I mean, that one, that one has, uh, you're talking about the Old Republic? Yes. 
that one has merit because the storylines are actually pretty well written. Um, it's fully voice acted, pretty well written. It has some features that make it kind of fun to play. Um, you know, you live in hope that because people have mixed opinions on this MMO and people have said it got better as it went along, uh, you you kind of live in hope that like it's going to approach <laughs> the quality of the Elder Scrolls games. And, you know, it seems like reasonable to expect that because Elder Scrolls games are basically just like premier action RPGs. They're, and they're not too complicated when you get right down to it. It's just like questing and talking to NPCs and stuff. It's it's mostly the lore that's the most interesting part of Elder Scrolls, for me at least. Um, so I was like, I, you know, could be something. Uh, I'm finding it kind of boring, though. <laughs> um, I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah. It, okay, so first of all... Uh, Combat is sort of boring compared to proper Elder Scrolls games. It's got like MMO combat, which I feel like if you just tuned that up, I mean, it's made by a different, it's made by Zenimax, like a Zenimax subsidiary instead of uh, Bethesda, but it has like MMO combat, which you'd think you could tune that up a bit. Um, I think the, the biggest disconnect for enjoyment of the game is that in the mainline Elder Scrolls games, you are a lone hero affecting the world and, you know, the people up therein. Your actions have consequences. Uh, you can actually make change in the world. You are the guy to do that. And that's always been a key draw of the series, you know, by, uh, by nature of this being an MMO, it can't provide the same feeling of you being like the, the, the hero who affects the world. Uh, the enemies you kill respawn. The factions that you affect remain static regardless of you. And there's always a thousand other people running around doing the same things you are. That's a problem with every MMO, but I think it hits uh, Elder Scrolls pretty hard because that's like the main draw of Elder Scrolls in terms of the gameplay and plot lines. Yeah, I mean, there's there, there's not an Elder Scrolls game that exists where you're not playing as the chosen hero. Yeah. Like, with Star Wars, you're just a guy in the galaxy. Like, even if you're a Jedi or Sith, you're just one of many. So that's that's established at the front, that you're just living in this galaxy, this well-lived-in galaxy. With Elder Scrolls... Good point. Yeah, you're always coming in... Uh, hot as the hero the chosen prophetic hero the, wor the world same thing in this game you. yeah it the same setup is in this game but it's just completely undercut by the mmo uh systems and nature see and that's that's where they go really wrong is that like they don't like you don't need that you don't make that same setup for an mmo game like mm -hmm. you, you uh, in mmo as a guy who doesn't play mmos let me tell you authoritatively what they are or what they aren't <laughs> rather MMOs aren't single-player games with ability to connect to thousands of, of people. Right. I feel like a lot of MMO stories are designed with that idea in mind, that that's what they are. But that's not what they are. That's a good point. Yeah. They're not like Dark Souls. You, you know, in Dark Souls, you're still the, the chosen undead or whatever. But you're just, there's like 
shifting dimensions to make it so that other people right. can help you or you help them. Exactly. Your friend shifts into the timeline where you're the sh- chosen undead. Yeah. Your world is still your world. Um, it's weird how. It? It? Yeah. No. That's, yeah. That's 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 that's, you know, that's explicitly how it is. Yeah. You're, there, there are different worlds. Lord Rand is weird at shifting. You know, time the is weird. Theory, alive and well in, in the Dark Souls <laughs> universe. That that it explains is. how people enter your world. That explains how you join theirs. The whole co-op invasion mechanic. Joined a world and you just saw like a dragon and a guy kissing. There's got to be out there. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Yeah, but okay, John. The you thing can't is, stay is in that, that world, so it's it's painful, point. you know. But you got to leave right. at some point. You're right. My my it's vision not your of world, John. But see, also, John, is that it's uh, not for you. I, I feel like this is actually explained somewhere as a, like maybe a way to explain level differences oh, no. or something. But you can only like the world. You know, imagine dimensional space. Like there are rifts between worlds. And you're just phase like the worlds are closest together are phasing in and out of each other, so the dragon kissing a guy world is probably too far away for you to ever get to. Damn it, sucks. Unless I start kissing dragons, you can make the world. You can make that dream world a reality. I can make the world. And then there's just going to be a seed of possibilities of John kissing dragons branching off into hundreds of thousands of multiverses. And you know what, John? You can invent tailpipes to make your dreams even further beyond. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm starting to like this series. <laughs> I think I'm going to beat Dark Souls. One. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to go back All and right, play uh, more. Yeah, yeah, Flash, how's Dark Souls going? Yeah, so it, it's weird how you don't even realize you're suspending your disbelief in terms of like what you're willing to well, suspend. Until Everybody the game, like they the ESO. Dragonborn, till they ain't. What? Nothing. You go on. I did. I sorry. I didn't hear what you said because it cut out. Um, no, but that you don't even realize you're suspending your disbelief until a game like ESO like prevents you from doing so. And, and then you're, you're like, the oh yeah, and you're the Dragonborn. I, I was just pretending that I I accepted like these games' entire premises. Uh. And now I can't anymore because there's like a dozen people running around doing the same quest I am that's supposed to be affecting the fate of the world. It's like, uh, it's, it's no longer interesting. Uh, I, I sorry, I Maybe do want to say. Maybe you just don't like MMOs, bro. I think I like certain MMOs. I think they can be good. They have to do certain things right. There's one thing I want to say about uh, that it does that I really dislike when MMOs do. It starts you in a different area depending on uh, which latest expansion you own. Uh, Lame. What the fuck? So, I was dropped into Morrowind uh, as my first area, even though I know from playing a little bit of it uh, back in the day, years ago, that the story is supposed to start in, uh, in Molag Ball's realm of Oblivion, Cold Harbor. You're like your your soul is is taken from you and you're trapped there and you have to escape. Uh, so they force you to start the game playing content out of order, and if you're a new player, you just don't know any better. There's no indication that that's the case. Uh, they'd have you go through hours of quests uh, out of the intended chronological order, and apparently it has a, a tangible effect on the world as 
uh, characters you meet later will know who you are and have different dialogue if you play things in the intended story order. But the game doesn't give you the tools to follow said order. What I, I don't understand. Like, you join the game <laughs> and, like, does it start you on a different tutorial quest? Like, a different initial it quest? It absolutely or... does. Depending on which expansion you own, that is the latest expansion. So if you own, like, say, the first of three expansions, it'll start you on that tutorial. But if you own the, all of the expansions, it'll start you on the last expansion's tutorial. It's different for each. And then it has you... It, there's no indication of, like, how to progress through the game as originally intended and released in order. So I, I actually looked up a guide to be order, able to follow the original order as intended to follow it manually. Uh, That's just so acutely It bizarre. blows my mind. That it is, is very that, bizarre. That is insanity. Like there's parts where you have to take a boat away from the city you've come to to go start new quest lines and then go back to the city you just left to pick them up at the beginning of the quest lines because otherwise you'd be starting them from like the middle or later uh stuff like that it's it's crazy so you have to like basically walk follow a walkthrough to do the yes. game intended yeah sort of but walk through in a general sense but yeah it's nutty i don't like this game <laughs> I didn't like this game before we started talking about it. Are you done? I'm done. Okay. You got anything else, Flash? Look, no, I mean, it's, you know, it's not bad. The actual game is like, you know, it is what it is. It's an RPG, action RPG thing. But there are certain definite criticisms to level <clears throat> it. So, but that's all for me. Now, that's all like that. I, I think if you approach it as just a venture into gaining Elder Scrolls lore and for the people who care about that, the idea of you, for example, starting in Molog Ball's Realm of Oblivion Cold Harbor, that sounds pretty cool. But yes. I know I know the game's not good, but you know, maybe it has some cool lore and stuff, and if you can suffer through that, maybe you'll still manage to wring some value out of it. That's what uh you know that's what that part I think that's what I like best about on scrolls is the, the, the lore. Kinda got crazy at Morrowind with Kirkbride and then uh I was going to say, I could talk a lot about, like, um, Morrowind and, like, maybe even Oblivion-level lore, but mm -hmm. I stopped caring around Skyrim because I'm sure it has good lore in there, but <laughs> I, I don't want to get on this tangent. The Dragonborn, is, the, Dra the Dragonborn is not a very coherent idea in-universe, which is a shame because there is a lot of very cool coherent lore in the universe elsewise. That's, yeah. that's all. That's my very nerdy tangent about the story of skyrim <laughs> uh eso does add a lot of new lore uh and i think i think lore people who who are you know nerds about such things do kind of accept it as like canon because it's you know not that many elder scrolls games you just got to accept it really oh of course yeah of course i mean you have to i mean it it i you know you you could go by death of the author if you want, but mm. the word canon would include Elder Scrolls regardless of whether or not you like it or not. You know what I mean? Yes. Or Elder Scrolls Online, I mean. Yes. Um, yeah. All right. Is that all you got, Flask? You're, you're, it you're is. Done. All right. Uh, I'm going to keep it super short because I don't think I've done a whole lot. Uh, I can talk a little bit about Star Trek Voyager. 
I think I briefly mentioned that I started it and I talked about how I don't think it was a great idea for a <clears throat> TV show. And um, I've done a sparse matrix sampling of the series in that I had it on the TV pretty much all the time, but I wasn't really watching here and there sometimes. Sometimes I was watching, like, usually before oh, that, I would definitely be. You did a human sampling. Yes, I did a human okay. sparse matrix sampling. <laughs> <laughs> um, it actually is a sparse matrix sampling, kind of. Except, well, except I didn't use a matrix, so I'm just throwing that word in there to make it sound right. Cool. You are the matrix. I am the matrix. Um, and I found myself on the final episode after having fallen fallen asleep and left the TV running all night. Uh, and I <laughs> watched it. Actually, it was a pretty decent final. For the sh- uh, for the show, what a loyal viewer! Look, let me say this about Voyager. Right, all that stuff I said last episode, I think it is still true at heart, and I think the first season, especially, what, there was a certain point I literally skipped a season. I was just annoyed with an episode enough. I just skipped a season. Wow. Um, because I looked online and I just googled when does the show get good. And somebody was like, uh, seasons one and two suck. And I think I was like part way through season two. And I was like, you know what? I'm, th- I'm going to give the show a, its best shot and just I'll come back to season two if I want. Okay. Anyway, I'll just summarize like a few thoughts. Um, I think the show actually does really improve in the later seasons. I think it does get pretty good, actually, for the most part. Maybe it doesn't have as many high highs or low or but it, and it has maybe more low lows, but it gets pretty decent with uh, some of its plots as it finds ways to make the show interesting. That's not just trying to find a trick home. You know what I mean? That is nice And, you know, I think it's fair. I don't think it's spoilers to anybody here that a 70,000 light year journey could not be completed in seven seasons without right. them, uh, <clears throat> without them finding a trick, finding a trick or many tricks home. And I think that there are times when that happens that it just totally works. Like, I feel it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that that's good. I've heard um, some of the, like, you know, I try not to directly spoil myself, but I, over the years, I have accumulated a, a little bit of uh, what happens later in that show. And it seems cool enough that I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah, so no, it's, it's nice to hear cool. that you think it gets better. And part of that's like they do some reordering of cast members. Like they uh, introduced the Borg cast member a few seasons in, and um, they get rid of uh, a cast member that I, I think pretty much nobody ever liked. Um, mm-hmm. The cast is definitely better from that point on too, but I I still think there are. It's probably the worst cast of any of the three um, post uh, original series Star Trek, <clears throat> in my opinion. Um, that I've seen so far. I do right. like Tuwak a lot. All right, enough about Voyager. Well, you only have two to. <laughs> yeah, I just realized you only have two to pull from. Yeah, well, I still sorry, think Deep three, Space Nine. Three. I still think Deep Space Nine is my favorite of the three. I do like TNG a lot, but mm-hmm. there's just something about Deep Space Nine's world and Cisco, especially that I really, really like, and Quark. Cisco. <clears throat> game wise i have not done anything all that new i don't think i've played a bit more of spelunky i've done a lot more rock and stone that 
pretty much. I mean, that took up a lot of, a lot of our game time in the last week, and we just already talked about that. Walking um, we're starting to get there. I think towards the level fives, we've succeeded a few times. We've lost a few times, but I think we're getting our heads on our shoulders. We'll get there soon enough. I just got to level twenty five on my engineer, which means I can promote it soon. Which uh, means I can do the deep dives, which I'm excited to do that too. What about uh, yeah? Oh, deep dives. Deep dives yeah. in Deep Rock Galactic are like a string of missions that have increasing difficulty. So you'll do, you know, maybe you'll do an egg hunt at level four, and then you'll do a <clears throat> refinery at level five, and then you'll do like a, uh, I don't know, like a Morkai mission at level five point five, Hazard five point five, and 5. you can't, uh, you can't, you can't, yeah, you can't actually normally pick Hazard five point five any any time mm-hmm. else except at the end of a deep dive. I see. It's like the it's the end game content. It's like the just what you do when you've leveled all your can you, you can't do it unless you level your character to max, which you know. Oh, all right. Nice payoff. Well, I've done one. I've sport- done an elite deep dive. I've only done a deep dive. What do you know? Does it go to hazard six or is it still hazard five five or what? No, no. So yeah, no, no. no I think a normal deep dive is four, four point five, and five, and then the elite deep dives oh, are four point okay. five, five, and five point five. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I've only done one sense. deep dive, and it wasn't that bad. We got. I mean, you I mean, start on four, so it's not that crazy. And you just go right into it. Like, you don't go back to the habitat. You go to the drop pod. And then it just drops you further down. I think you get your health back in between, but it just drops you further down into the planet or whatever. And you just keep going. Man, I kind of want to play Deep Rock later. <laughs> Alright, uh, other than that, we watched The Truman Show together. I've seen that movie many times, and I just want to say it's a great movie. It is yeah. so good. I love it too. And I think Boys, I think that's it. I haven't really done a whole lot of new stuff this week. So you guys are uh, oh wait, not going to talk about Little Hope? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, not a do maybe you, not a. Do great. you guys want to uh, wait? Save it. Yeah. Okay. Want to save it for Greg? Okay. Yeah, let's save it. Yeah, we we might as well. I, I completely forgot I about like that. I did too. There's little hope that I would remember. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, we'll save it till next week. So, did you, did some of you, did John, did you watch New Mutants with, with Brendan? I didn't, I fell asleep. Oh. Okay. Alex did. Oh, Alex did. None of us did. I was going to say, because I, I watched that, <laughs> so I was wondering. It's just okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's <laughs> what they said. All right. It's been a long round table, fellas. I think we should go ahead and jump off into a break. that's the uh there you go i can't wait to uh try to rein in my terribly clipping loud audio (laughs) (laughs) sounds good to me everything is too long for me video games TV shows, everything should just be shorter. There's too many things. Just make it short so I could I could watch it and then go to the next one. Everything should be about 20 minutes shorter. <laughs> 
20 minutes? I'm Dead talking... space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that game was 20 minutes too long. Uh, this game might have been 20, 20 minutes too long. Um, also, they should add a, like a twist or something. What do we call it? Let's get back to the podcast. Yeah, we're ready for the news. Uh, can I can I break in with the hot take before we launch the oh, news? Of course. Yeah, sure. What's up, Flash? Okay, so uh, I've used a program called uh, Launchbox for my uh, emulated games for I guess several years now, and uh, it's it has a nice feature set, uh, and it's it's pretty spiffy. I also have been using a uh, general games launcher called Play Night uh, for all of my. Uh, it's it's just a multi launcher uh, front end for like Steam uh, and everything else, all the other games launchers. Anyway, uh, been using that for a while. I just want to say, Launchbox has broken partially or completely like several times over the course of my using it over years um, to the point where like now uh, the, the latest time this has happened, just like even with a complete reinstall, it still doesn't work properly. Um, and I could look into it further, but uh, I just want to say in contrast, Play Night has worked flawlessly since I started using it. Uh, so use Play Night Launchbox seems like it would be good, but my experience has been very disappointing because it, it works a lot of the time and then it just breaks itself for no reason. There's no reason could it, could it, it happening. At least installing drivers could it be that Play Night and Launchbox or Launchbox are uh, installing competing drivers for what reason the Play Night one I is working. I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Interesting. I think they're I think they're intended to be pretty portable. Interesting. Yeah. I got no words for that. No, it's just, but, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's not even a uh, PSA because people can use whatever they want, but it's just P- my experience. Poo-poo lunchbox. Play or night, yes. be like me and uh, just have their games scattered about in various folders on their desktop like some sort of savage who's never used a computer before. Yeah, hey, I'm could. just saying the Windows search bar at the bottom saves my life. <laughs> I like I mean, seeing all my I, games presented I, I wanna, nicely on a shelf. I do like shelf. that. That is nice. Let's get into the news, fellas. Well, I know you all heard about this one, but uh, Ubisoft Montreal was suspected to be in a hostage situation for a few hours. Uh, turns out it was just pranks. Seems like somebody called Ubisoft, or somebody called uh, the 911 dispatch, from a number spoofing to be in the Ubisoft general office, uh, claiming that they needed $2 million, and uh, I believe they were claiming to be working for ISIS. They're, they're, they were... Wait, so the the call to the police was from the supposed hostage takers? I thought it was from someone who was no. reporting about the hostage no, no, no. situation. So... That, that that is a uh, good distinction there. So this is uh, a good distinction between swatting and other types of police-related pranks. Is that like swatting technically refers to exactly what happened here, where the person calling pretends to be the 
uh, aggressor in a situation. Mm-hmm. They that way the police in no uncertain terms can they question whether or not there is a hostage situation happening there. They oh, just have okay. to assume there is. So that that's part of the uh, that's part of the gig. He asked for two million dollars, or he was going to blow up the building. Was the uh, was the threat? Oh, I Damn. did not know that. that well, was... I'm glad uh, it was not real. I, I read about that and uh, it was scary for a little bit. You never want to see that happen to anybody. That's why you see like the police. Not not to say I'm like pro cop or anything, but like that's why you see the police take swatting situations extremely seriously. Is because often the call is something along the lines of, uh, "I've lost it all. I'm about to kill my family at this address." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the police just have to assume that something it's like that might them. be happening. Well, yeah. I guess yeah. I never really thought about what people are actually saying to the police as the SWAT swatter, but I guess I always assumed for some reason that. Most swattings are, like, from the perspective of someone who... I, yeah, I guess it has to be from the aggressor in almost every case. Because, like, right. who else I mean, is going to be calling about it? Right. right, exactly. And it spurs the police to immediate action. It's a pretty shitty prank. I'll just say yeah. that. I'm yep. glad that everybody was, was okay. I'm glad, I'm glad it was a hoax. <laughs> um... But yeah, some nerd mad about Valhalla or something, maybe. I don't know. Speaking of which, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla has twice as many players on launch as did Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I think uh, I saw some number on Reddit that I failed to corroborate before this episode, but I believe that Odyssey and Origins both actually had fewer players on launch in Assassin's Creed 3. So this is a Hmm. Sort of a uh, significant return to form for the series. Yeah. Um, that being said, it's complicated also by a dearth of video games, by a major video game of Cyberpunk uh, being delayed by the lockdowns and coronavirus. So, you know, maybe it's magnified relative to how it would be, but we're True. excited to see how this game does. Yeah, it seems like they may have lucked out timing-wise. Oh, <laughs> uh, absolutely. Uh, it's a little disappointing, to be honest. Like, I... I'm I haven't played it yet, so I can't really say. It's a little disappointing that whenever you see like a an entry that is most I should say furthest away from the uh the basis of the franchise it's in be, become like so successful. Yeah, because it, you know it sends that a message. It's never going to return back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why why would they go back now? Yeah. It's like, okay, Assassin's Creed is just a name now and they have gotten the money to support that as a worthy uh route as a worthy way to go and you really and and it's so funny because like the the it seems like they're so burdened by that by that franchise in a a way like yeah imagine these games where they didn't just pretend to have to care about developing a real world plot where you played as the anime like play around with the animus and that kind of thing like Just give it a new coat of paint and just make it a, a stupid adventure series that takes place in different little vignettes of time. I mean, that's fine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm seriously surprised. I I don't know about this game that much yet, so I don't know what it contains. But I'm seriously surprised that they still include the the modern day sections. Like, who? Why? <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know how long. <laughs> it didn't so... seem like there was a lot of it. I, cause that's the first question I asked Greg. I was like, uh, you know, or maybe it was Kurt. I was like, how much like the animus? She's like, uh, I think he said he heard some people talking, like, you know, like you maybe you're in the game and you hear like disembodied voices. But I don't think he said he's seen like who you were or like you're actually in the animus. Oh, good. Ah, good. Okay. I mean, that's that's the way it should be. I mean, that's fine. It's just become you don't so have to know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it has been be for a while. I guess it did. I don't think it was never good, right? Didn't even. I, I mean, it was I a cool. It was like a I cool plot twist more, and a cool like. Really. It was it, a very cool gameplay idea. Yeah. At the end of Assassin's Creed One, when you're like as Desmond and you're starting to break out of the place, and you can look in like the modern world, and you looked at all the walls with your Assassin's vision, you saw all the oh, writing, yeah, that was pretty and dope. it was it was they were building up to like. I mean, you, you, I mean, I don't know what their plans were, but it, it seemed like it was building up to, like, eventually you're going to be a Desmond, modern-day modern yeah. assassin, and they just fucking dropped that shit like a, like a hot brick. Um, I also enjoyed the conceit of learning things in the past so that you can change the present, you know, so that you can hunt them down in the present. And yeah. I liked the whole, like, the timelines. Uh, man, that fucking moment from... Uh, is it a Assassin's Creed two or one of the sequels? When you where... fight the Pope? No, where uh, <sighs> you as Ezio reach the you know the 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 resting place of uh, who is it Juno or whoever one of the um I can't remember any of the terms. Oh, the alien lady. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah and yeah, she's yeah, yeah. like talking to Desmond through Ezio through time. That was crazy. Yeah, that's fucking rad. It was. I like that a lot. Uh, they ever expand on those uh, animus no. person gameplay sections, or was it just like cutscenes? They have done the opposite around? of expanding. Yeah, well, <laughs> That's yeah, why it's so thing. Like, yeah, it, it got like less and less after. I don't. I didn't play Assassin's Creed all the way through or three because I thought it was shit. I don't know how much animus was in there. Yeah, you got even less in Black Flag and even less and less in the other ones. They yeah. just never did anything new with it was the problem. Like, every game was just the same thing, where you were just researching this, this old assassin for some reason. Well, yep. And nothing significant was... I mean, maybe, like, you were told that significant things were happening in the real world, and you might get, like, one or two, like, scenes towards the beginning of the end of the game of some significant plot event. But beyond that, like, the real they, world um, was just, like, a weird exposition thing. I think in Black Flag, they even... It, you, you were in the Animus, but you were like you weren't supposed to be like looking for assassin memories. You were like actually playing a video game or something. It was weird, oh, like, yeah. that. like in their yeah. universe. Yeah, they had like, different part of experiences. Abstergo. You're part of Abstergo Studios, who are a game developer in universe developing games based on Animus technology. Exactly. So yeah, that, uh, yeah, yeah, they got fair, real lame, but it, it I, started very promising. And that yeah. sounded that sounds kind of cool on its own, though. Like I, I. I I definitely agree it's lame in Assassin's Creed. It's a fun I, I like idea, idea. If but they did what you yeah, were like saying, Andy, and made a spin-off, like where they just went to different time periods, and that's what it was. It was a video game company mm-hmm. that was like sending sure. you. That would be cool. But like, yeah, to mix it with the Assassin's Creed stuff, I thought that it's was It's like boring. they're afraid to make actual strides at yeah. all. You got to wonder, just... conspiracy theory, y'all think that maybe uh, Watch Dogs not doing well at all and... Maybe, except maybe recently, but generally being poorly received on launch has made uh, Ubisoft gun-shy of doing their modern-day Assassin's Creed they seem to be building up to. Uh, that is possible. Oh, I, don't know. I didn't even really think about that. They, yeah, they maybe could be re- learning the wrong lesson, or maybe it is the right lesson in some ways, that modern day is not as interesting as playing around back then. 
Well, it definitely they learned that the Revolutionary War was not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I always yeah, wanted, gameplay wise, I mean, it isn't. So. I mean, they've done this. I always, I always said I would play a uh, main line Assassin's Creed game that tackled the French Revolution. I think that would be a cool. Uh, Didn't they do that already? That's like Unity. Mobile? Yeah. Is that Unity? Yeah. But that that game sucks, right? Yeah, Unity did. Wow. No, it's actually uh, decent. I'm not gonna. I'll say this: Unity came out for free I'll, I'll on, on I think Ubisoft, one of one of the services, and I wanted to play co-op. And it's one of those games, <laughs> one of those games where you have to start the story and play for about two hours of. <laughs> that's the one where you start off as a child, right? And you're running around yes. with your little late. Yeah, about two hours of fucking bullshit cutscenes and tutorial before I can just play with my friend. I didn't even I'm getting through it. It was like really late at night, and we just wanted to hop in. It was not happening. I do not like that. Yeah. I hate that so much. God. I could fill a two-hour podcast talking about how much I hate that. Mm-hmm. And I'm it's gonna. literally like almost. It's literally like almost out of principle. The reason why I I did eventually beat the Red Dead Two tutorial and I still haven't played it with people is because like <laughs> I I just I was I so mad that and it was so long. I was so mad because it was one of those nights where, like you just said, it was late. I wanted to hop in with you guys, and I ended up spending like the night an hour playing this tutorial and still wasn't done with it. I was so mad. You know what? I'm not even gonna get into it. You know what? I will. It was right that it's stupid because the tutorial has missions and you need to invite people, right? But you can't invite your friends. You have to invite other people who haven't done the tutorial. That's they're so either just waiting yes. till it fills up, or after like two minutes, it's like all right, just do it by yourself. Oh man, that it's it's absolute insanity. Man, yeah, I think I had to do it by myself. <laughs> what else we got? All right, what, yeah, let's move on. Uh, so on the PS5, you must now have PlayStation Plus to back up your save games. You can no longer save your games to USB. Uh, That's stupid. I mean, I've never done that, but yeah, I'm, I guess people who would need to do that, it's kind of weird they would take that away. Yeah, same. I've never done that, but you know, it's like the same thing. I'll complain about the Windows Store, Game Pass, not to get back on that. I don't like weird proprietary... Um, storing of game data that I technically have a legal right to play and own. Yes. Like, uh, you know, the fact that Windows Store obscures all my games, even if I were to legally buy it, it would do it. Obscures all my games and folders with indecipherable names and uh, weird, you know, permissions such that you cannot easily find and modify where your game is at. Yeah. Bogus. And this this sounds like a similar step, but for a console version, you know, where they have some proprietary technology on their save data now. I'm sure to encourage you to buy a PlayStation Plus. I... It's weird. Well, they're not. It's weird. Me. Just closing these. I mean, it was, it was an innocent loophole. I think it probably took enough work that like most people probably weren't just keeping a flash drive around. For the state. I mean, maybe they were. I mean, it's like it's similar to memory cards, but who cares? I mean, you really think people are buying, or you're going to see that much of a differential in people playing PlayStation Plus because you took away their ability to, like, <laughs> not do something even shittier than cloud saving? <laughs> yeah, it seems petty and weird. I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of exploit yeah, we're not seeing. There could be. 
Oh, I'm I'm always willing for there to be a rational, technical, engineering reason that I I can't see, but it is hard to get over the fact that it just seems so petty. I like this cute little article from Game Informer. I love how Yakuza, like a dragon, humanizes homelessness. Yeah, this was a nice one. I just, I just wanted to highlight that people should go read it. I don't really yeah, have much to say. Yeah, I haven't got a chance to read this yet. Is uh, I mean, I agree. It does. That being said, it is. You know, I I agree with the author's point and what the author's trying to say. That being said, there's maybe better examples. Um. Yunamba, for example, is a companion to Ichiban. We learned that he came to be in a situation we him in because his ambitions for money flew a little too close to the sun. As a nurse who stole drugs from the hospital he worked at to sell on the side, his illegal hustle expanded beyond what he controlled. From success at Stranded, Namba quickly found himself without a nursing license without a means of income. You know, I feel bad for that person, but also... <laughs> It doesn't sound right. like a great guy. They don't make it. No, 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 no. Okay, that is technically true, but he was stealing them to sell them to less fortunate people. It's not like he was trying to fucking uh, make yeah, bank. Yeah, right, I well, mean, this, it, this author, this author really just made this person seem like a. a... <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did do all that stuff, but you know, he's still a cool guy. <laughs> there's a nuance to it. I get you. Uh, yeah, check I really out that article on Game Four. There's a point in the end of the article, like. Uh, Yakuza championing, championing. Champ, how do you fuck? Do you pronounce that word? Championing, championing, champ. For some reason, it sounds so weird to my ears. Championing marginalized groups, uh, a theme that is prevalent through the Yakuza franchise as a whole. I've always liked that about the Yakuza franchise, just from what I've seen of it. That like, it takes all sorts. Basically, like it, it feels very representative oh, of just like absolutely. all types of people <laughs> there's yeah. all types of people popping up and they're all sort of like very human in a way you'll you'll meet you'll meet some creepy weirdo some creepy weirdo pervert or something like that and the game will still <laughs> play play the sad sub story music and yeah well well kill you son nobody has ever you. nobody has ever treated me like a person like you before i think maybe I think maybe I should go call my mother. Thank you, Kiryu-san. I mean, I'm just making that up, but yeah, shit like, like that, you know. The thesis is like, if everyone's a weirdo, no one is. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it's funny how, you, I don't know, you guys, not even really spoilers, it's more uh, just the the story of the game, you know, the first, as the article mentioned, you, your character's homeless in the beginning through circumstances. But it, it, as much as it's a story, it's also part of the game mechanics, too, because... You know, like in other JRPGs, you, there's like job mechanics, and like based on what job you have, and influence your stats and your, um, you know, your your moves and stuff. Yeah, sure. It's, mm -hmm. it's the exact same thing in Yakuza. So like right now, my Ichiban, the main guy, my job is hero. And I have like these bat moves. Well, like as you go in the game, you can you can get other jobs and stuff, and uh, and you know they all you know they all switch up your moves. But homeless was also like the first job you got, and they had just like the <laughs> basic moves. <laughs> So that's cool. That's just a good, just a good game on all levels. Become hobo cop. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, I just kind of threw this in here because I'm a fan of the studio. But uh, IO Interactive is announcing a new product tomorrow. Um, that's interesting for me because I I don't think they've done much in the last few years except making Hitman games. So 
curious to see uh, what they're into next. It could be John. There's no reason to think this. Kane and Lynch three, thriller. maybe. Could be Kane Lynch three. No, no reason to think it at all. Probably not. <laughs> no, no reason to think it at all, except that they said that something is coming. That is the only basis to think. But that. a man can dream. A man can dream. Saying new project is going to make me buy does... another Kane and Lynch game. What if, what if, some year or two ago, some guy was doing marketing research, and he looked at the Steam player count that same night that we were playing <laughs> oh Kane and God. Lynch two. And they said, they my come. God. <laughs> they love it. My God, they love it. The people want more. And they do. They do want more, damn it. But yeah, calling it, uh, like saying new project does make it kind of sound like it's not just going to be another Hitman thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like Hitman, they... Hitman 3 is not even out yet. It would be weird for them to do like an announcement like this. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. For a Hitman DLC or another what Hitman other, thing, when Hitman. What other games do they have under their belt? Oh, let me pull up a list. I, they, I mean, obviously they've got the Hitman franchise. They've got Freedom Fighters. They've got, um, uh, they've got Kanan Lynch, as we said. Wow, Freedom Fighters. That's a throwback. <laughs> I think that's actually about that. They've got Hitman, Kanan Lynch. They've got Freedom Fighters, and they got a game called Mini Ninjas. Oh, I remember this game. Mini Ninjas. November. Oh, so you're saying it's going to be a Mini Ninjas 2. It's probably going to be a Mini Ninjas game. It could could either be Mini Ninjas 2, Cannon Lynch 3, (laughs) Freedom Fighters 2, or a new IP. No, that last one's probably not. But on their Twitter... No, it's definitely not a new IP. I don't feel like they would... They've got... On their Twitter, they got a picture of Cannon Lynch... It says last week marked the 13th anniversary of Kane and Lynch oh, Dead Man. How about it's that? It's so obvious. The timing. <laughs> but also, right above that, they have in November we celebrate 20 years of Hitman. So it could it's be anything. So obvious. Uh, writing's on the wall. Next podcast. Well, well wait, hang on. They said 13th. Uh, it said it said 13th anniversary. Uh, it says last what week marked the 13th anniversary of Kane and Lynch Dead Men. How about that? Uh, yeah, Hashtag that's not. That's not. Bit. That's not an anniversary that people that is the weird. celebrate. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah, they would even mention it, like, oh, 13 years. I was just memeing about it being Hitman or Kanan Lynch, but now actually I think there's a good chance it might be because that is, that is a weird milestone to celebrate at the at the time you're about to announce something <laughs> guys, that people will think might be Kanan Lynch. This series? I'm going to will it into it. Yeah, you know, they're probably gauging how many tweets they got on it. They had two games set yeah. up, and if, you know, if sweating, got they got like yeah. two retweets, and they're just fucking sweating bullets right uh, they didn't get many they didn't get like 45 maybe we shouldn't have spent the last five years playing <laughs> the sequel plus Lynch 3 you... dogmen plus hope... suppose that people did want a Kane and Lynch 3 and suppose that you did tweet that and you weren't making it wouldn't that be kind of condescending on such a weird milestone it would yep yep it's so obvious it's dude we're getting mini ninjas tomorrow you know what's also gaming you know what's also obvious there. It's it's pretty obvious to me that Ubisoft removed its managing director with Skull and Bones Studio. Oh, that was apparent, yeah. Uh, who, I'm sorry, um, people who can pronounce this that I can't, but I can't. Weges Recore, Hoogs Recore, Weges Recore. I don't know. Um, the director, managing director of Ubisoft. Um, Skull and Bones Studio was removed following a leadership audit 
Um, <clears throat> there was an investigation of the game of Sutra. Yes, Ubisoft Singapore. In August, uh, Game of Sutra had uh, published an investigation to workplace abuse at Ubisoft uh, that reported him specifically, Recor, uh, had been accused by multiple sources of sexual harassment, including making suggestive comments about women wo- uh, what women were wearing and soliciting kisses at work events. Soliciting kisses. Well, that's not right. So it You're must right. be an awkward sentence to type as a journalist. This has uh, been happening a lot with Ubisoft, right? Or am I it has. making things uh, like no. this happen uh, no, earlier this year with another Ubisoft CEO or something? No, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, the, the, no, no, one of the creative leads. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. To... Yeah. Well, that was yeah. weird, though. No, like... no, no. This has been, this has been a big... Vito, are you kidding? There's been a big ongoing story this year. There's been a lot of... Ubisoft itself has been the center of a lot oh, of controversy on this subject. Yes. Yeah, it was being sarcastic. <laughs> yes. There, there's there been a lot of people at Ubisoft uh, ousted, switched around, um, implicated in wrongdoings, both of just poor, bad management and of sometimes a sexually explicit um, I, I'm not saying Ubisoft powers. doesn't deserve this. They 100% do. I just think this shit is all rampant in the industry and just, you know. Vito, a guy yourself. got fired for cheating on his wife, even. That's right. I remember that now. You're right, though. It is rampant in the industry, uh, and I hate it. I hate it so much about my favorite hobby that it has this terrible yeah, stigma to it. And as a, and as I've said before, hopefully the only positive thing we can take about this is that we are talking about this story now, which means that it's being reported on, and that the more that that happens, the less that it makes this type of environment uh, possible. So that's all I gotta yep. say about that. Wait, ha- so wait, there is an update at the bottom. Is that what you read from, or uh, I don't remember what I read from. Oh, he's not been terminated. Yeah. Will continue at the company, just not in Singapore. He got relocated. Come on. Yep. Yeah. Well, he, was de- he, was, he was demoted and relocated. He wasn't fired. Oh, surely he'll <laughs> change gross. his behavior. Yeah, fuck That's... you, Ubisoft. Yeah. He you made know John play uh, two hours of Unity before he could play with multiplayer with his friends, too. <laughs> Oh, uh, dude, double fuck you for that. I was, dude, I, I was, that, man, poor Kurt. I think I was just fucking berating him in the game the whole time. I was like, this fucking sucks. I you know remember what? that night. Ugh. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> fuck you, Ubisoft. All right, all right, fellas. John, uh, I haven't called you the King of Keeley in a while, but it's a good time to remember or remind listeners that you are. As Jeff Keeley's The Game Awards is coming up. And the nominees have been announced. You should check those out. We won't spend a whole lot of time on that because we're going to do our own podcast event similar to what we did just around the time this podcast started, episode two or three. I got to say excited. real quick, we... looking at them. Yeah. Man, I I don't want to talk shit about any of the games that came out this year. But looking at the list, you know, with the very few exceptions, feels like it's just lists of good games and not like, Oh shit! These are like top tier, like games I'm gonna remember forever. John, it just feels like a weak year to me. I think there's several games that are nominated many times. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. I figure we could talk I mean, a couple minutes at least about COVID, the big one, guess, game of the no. year, maybe. 
What's that? Let's talk a couple minutes about the big one. Game of the year, maybe. We we can do our, our podcast thing as we normally do, but, you know, that's, I think, the one people are going to be talking about for the next couple of weeks, so it's kind of news. All right. Um, uh, I know so, you, 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 yeah, you have some well, faith in Animal Crossing, but I, I think it's going to be Ghost of Tsushima all the way. 100%. I'm going to doubt my mind. Yeah. I'm going to will it Crossing, into Ghost existence. Tsushima. Hades, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Doom Eternal, and Last of Us Part Two. Just uh, I do. I'm I'm trying to parse the language you guys are using. Are you are you guys saying that like you don't think all of these games deserve to be nominated? No, no, no. I think, I think that there's those... just there's just there's there's few like truly standout bangers. Yeah, I think those are good mean? games, but I don't think that in like five years I'm going to talk about any of those games as something like right. you know like. Oh, I remember you know 2006 Gears of War came out or like I remember in you know, the this context thing. of history yeah like 2020 I if not I don't know I mean I, like Last of Us obviously is probably the most like that on that list that you guys would agree and I don't even well, want to play it I, I mean I, think I, I that will would play be talked it, about for, for I think I I don't think so I think that would be talked about for years you love Ghost of Tsushima it's like you, you definitely recall that as your game of the year love it well okay hang on I don't, I don't think Last of Us is going to be talked about I don't think Last of Us can be talked about for years. I don't think so either. For merit, for merit alone, I think people will probably remember it for the controversy, for the polarization of the game. But I don't, I don't think the merit will carry the game. Um. Nah, I don't know. I disagree. I, I think the things it did with uh, storytelling are uh, I, groundbreaking for video games in a lot of ways. I couldn't disagree more. I, I think, uh, I. I don't know, just seeing the game, like, I, I loved The Last of Us. I played it, I played it again when the DLC came out. Like, this game just looks so samey, and I already am not on board with the story. I The only reason I want to play it is because I know it's a big title. Other than that, I would, I, it, it just, it, it does not look fun. I, I get that feeling. Outgoing to hey, me. Alec, uh, I think you know enough that you can make uh, a certain judgment, but I will say, you know, None of you guys played it. I'm the only one who played it. That's true. And I hold the same feelings you guys have, but I did play it, and I, I think... But you didn't amazing, even... That's a pretty amazing game. Uh, I feel like you're it, saying the fall through the stale glasses. It absolutely. Absolutely. I'm done with on this game. Podcasts. I don't even want to finish I could, it. I could I'm, criticize I'm positive it. I, I, have, I have criticisms of the game, I, and I didn't have the best time playing it, but I could take a step back and say that this game is special, you know? Uh, I'm gonna have to play it just I, so I can argue with you because I, I right, really don't think so. All right, hang on a so. second. You're saying a lot of different things right now. The game is special. That okay? You think the game is special? I I mean I can't argue with that, and like I could totally see it. I'm not even saying you're wrong. Like sure, it might be special. You also said the game is amazing. I know, I know you didn't think the game was amazing when you played it. Like you were you were talking so much about how you can't wait for the game to be done, how you're just so sick of playing that game. Like that's not. What do you think of an amazing game? I don't know. I, I I would like to one day go back and replay it. I, I you know that's a game that needs to settle. Uh, when I played that game, I was rushing to beat it before a week vacation, just so I could uh, not have that sit in the back of my brain. So I, I was trying to rush through it. It's a long, long game that does seem to drag on, but. Um, you know, I played a lot of games this year, and that's the only game that like I'll still think about from time to time because 
like again, it's it's just a game that needs to settle. Yeah, you need to them sit down and shoot. and 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 deal with your thoughts about it. And um, you know, I don't know. I just Plus. all the press I heard about the game is about the story and the like you said the controversy I, and all the reviews. I mean, I never I heard uh, one thing. I, I I'll say this right now: a different category. Uh, what is it, accessibility? I, I think Last of Us is going to win. I heard it had insane accessibility settings and stuff. Uh, but no review did I ever hear it talk about like fun and innovative gameplay. If anything, I heard it like it was just like stale or like I don't know. Well, to be fair, I don't think I don't think any of the outstanding reviews for Last of Us One will uh, you could find them quoting like innovative gameplay. I think everyone oh, understands. Like, no, you're you're totally. You know, that's wrong. not what Naughty Dog I does. Disagree they on do that, they do cinematic you're, you're experiences totally and they do. You know they do big boy stories and video games, but the gameplay stuff they do, I none of that's I, novel to to video games. I think I could look up some reviews right now. Of the Last of Us, people love that gameplay in that game. I, I'm telling you, you guys in this Discord have even said that you like you like you guys like the Last of Us one, but I know a lot of you have said that you weren't even big fans of the gameplay, and I know you know other people too, like Kurt and Kyle. I think both said recently this came up in discussion that they didn't even like the gameplay. Um, so I don't think the gameplay of the last of the series is really what draws people. I love it. But I'm I, gonna, you know, I'll, I'm just gonna disagree. I remember the viewer, reviewers were loving the stealth. They thought it was like visceral and fucking. You, you really felt like you were being hunted down by these clickers. And I, well, I, I do like. Uh, I, I love the gameplay, but I'm just saying, Naughty Dog uh, delivers uh, <laughs> cinematic experiences that other games just don't do. It's just they're on another level. I I don't know. You I mean. A cinematic maybe uh, I can't argue with that well I think of I don't even think of the last of us now and I haven't even finished the year I'm definitely not gonna think of it years from now uh, mm. but all the games on here though Final Fantasy 7 remake does it really need to be in game of the year what's going on I don't know I, I don't know anything about that one so I, I can't all right well they remade Final Fantasy 7 and then they cut it into pieces <laughs> I'm being a little harsh on it it's not exactly fair they cut it into pieces and then they're selling it, uh, you know, bit by bit. Okay. Doom Maybe Eternal. Maybe it's like representational. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I really, really simplified it. It's not. It, it does. I guess deserve to be here, but it's this not. This was a hard happen. year for games, right? I mean, like there's it. a lot of a yeah. lot of delays and, uh, you know, pandemic kind of cut down. I guess on the amount of games released. I don't know, but uh, I think these are all great games. I think they all deserve to be nominated. I don't. I don't play Animal Crossing, but. I know, you know, there was like several months where that's all people talked about. I'm not saying these aren't good games. I'm just saying I feel like if you stack these against some other years, uh, I think this these, this list yeah, would get blown out. Maybe you're right. I got to look at a – maybe I'll do that exactly. Unfortunately, I'm looking at a list of six games I have not played. So uh, <laughs> I need to play through all of them to completion before <laughs> next week, and I'll get back to you. Yeah. Man, I, I really – Oh, oh no, uh, no! Just oh, thank God. No, before the next uh, before the next podcast episode, then I'll get back to you with my thoughts. Episode uh, thirty six. Get ready. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, we kind of Eternal's not going to win either. It. I think no, it's not going to win, and, but it's and, a great game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Animal Crossing has a shot, if only because of the emotive appeal of a game about healing and community and all that 
Um, <laughs> plus, the timing of its release made it super popular in the lockdown. I think people. I, I think people might vote for that, if only for that appeal alone. It's the and, game and for it's, all. Of it's stack, stack, stacked up in a year of games that were, as as you said, John, not truly amazing. I'm gonna give you guys a little insider here as you can, Keely. All right, a little tip. It's not fair for Greg. Go ahead, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy, Hades, all great games. Cross them off the list right now. They have no hope of winning. I agree. The Last of yeah, Us, Vito put up his point, and he, he, he had some good points. However, I think if you just look at it objectively, Ghost of Tsushima has had literally nothing but positive, positive praise. Uh, Last of Us, controversial game. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people do like it. Animal Crossing, like you said, it could be a twist with the COVID and whatnot. I just feel like Ghost is a shoe-in right now. I agree with everything you said, except I'm I'm more towards Animal Crossing, but everything else completely agree. Although I, I would I would definitely oh, I'm sorry I would just definitely I would love to see Upset and Hades get it and blow everyone's mind because I I do love that game I got like a hundred hours in it, but it ain't happening. What do you think about um? Well, hang on, I don't want to move on from there. Does anybody else have something to comment on that real quick? No, I I. I th- I, I just think, feel like I'm gonna like, make you guys mad, but I I think Last of Us Two should take it definitely. That's why you'll never be King of Keeley. Ghost of Tsushima just doesn't take any risks. Last of Us takes, you know, immense risks, and it's uh, it's a great Sometimes game. you swing and you miss. <laughs> yeah, but that you know that, that's that's fair, but you know they 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 did it. And I respect that. I don't. Um, as as a guy who hasn't played any of these as well uh i'll just double checking nope haven't. you didn't play any uh, of them i was uh, oh yeah i guess not i'll say that ghost of tsushima um gets huge ups for me if only for ha- releasing a free and multiplayer mode after launch that was very well received except i couldn't play it with my friends that's not true you could play with your friends you just didn't want to me and kurt couldn't play together you're my friends. Mm. You know, uh, this is all based on, uh, you know, what the judges decide. And I think that there's like, I, I don't know that I have a clear victor because, again, I haven't played any of these. I think Ghost of Tsushima would be my, like, classic choice for for probability. I think Hades is, like, the the cool underdog that everyone likes, so it it actually has a chance. Uh, and then Animal Crossing, I think, like what Andy said, uh, has that uh, it is the game of the year we're in, 2020, appeal. Right. Uh, yeah. That could uh, raise its value in the eyes of the judges. So I think those those are like where I sit with these games. So those three kind of occupy those positions in my mind as far as I'm predictions t- go. I'm really tempted just to buy The Last of Us tonight, download it. No, but you're gonna hate play it. Don't don't hate. Uh, I'm play not gonna it. hate Let's play just... it. Well, I am a little bit because for all you said they made some <laughs> risky choices. I don't think going back to Joel's story was risky. I think it was a fucking cop out. It should have just no, left no, no, him no. alone. That's not that's not what I mean. I know by what you're risky. saying, but like I just think the fact that they went back there so fucking lame. Oh, I hate it. It's real, but I think once you get over it, there's there's a lot of things to to be impressed at in that game. Yeah. Don't don't hate we'll play see. it. Give it give it 
Give it time. Let the <laughs> let the hate leave you, and then uh... the hate will never leave me. He'll keep it alive. Just <laughs> the, for weird, you, the, you know? the weird the weird thing is, we do is that you have to keep in mind that like I think that we are rational enough people that we aren't going to get up in arms about publications to the point where we're going to hate play it. But like a lot of our negative opinion on the game is literally what you were saying as you were playing it. <laughs> like like us us talking to you as you play it, like you talking about on the podcast, like. You, I mean, you are a major reason why, like, all of us shit on the game so much. Like, that that's why it's so shocking and weird to hear you say all this that's shit you say this episode about it. You played it, yeah. That's funny. I think it's it's complicated, all right? Like I said, you need to be alone with your thoughts. Game. About this game, you, you, you gotta sit with it. Um, it's a powerful game. And I think I appreciate the story a little bit more after thinking about it. After, sure, after, you know, reading uh, a little bit more uh, about other people's interpretations. Um, you know, you never seen a movie and maybe didn't enjoy it, but then kind of like thought about it afterwards and, you know, let it sink in and then kind of retrospectively but appreciated th- that, it. That's what I mean. Like when I said earlier that I agree, I could see what you mean when you say it's special. Because I, I do have that for some movies. It's just those same movies I would never call as truly brown break groundbreaking or like amazing I, w- I might call them as unique or as like uh you know a curiosity but not as something to that i want other things to follow necessarily you know, i mean you, in my I opinion would... the most important experience is the experience you have while you're doing the thing while you're watching the movie yeah while you're yeah hey I, that's 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 true um yeah. you know what Vito? i'll give you this uh like andy was saying uh that uh, it seems like some of our negative perceptions of this game were sort of stirred up by uh, your reactions to the game. Um, I can understand where you might be coming from uh, in that I had... I guess I feel like I had a, a similar experience with uh, Death Stranding on this podcast where I I think I gave a very fair assessment of the game that was balanced in both its positives and negatives. And as the only one who had played it, I was able to give that balanced perspective. But I think everyone was kind of like uh, geared up to accept the negative in mm-hmm. as their biased, uh, re- especially because of the uh, the climate. You know, a lot of people yeah. writing about Death Stranding, and you know, now yeah. recently the last. Of so I think people, I don't the reactions point. to it initially, I think people absorbed the negative more than the positive. So I can sort of give you that like. That feeling coming uh, of a person who is trying to describe a game that is divisive even within themselves, and yet it's not being uh, properly expressed as as in, in like I a, think it's a it's a complicated game. It's it's complicated. I definitely was playing it and was cursing at it, and telling you guys about how much it sucked <laughs> during yeah. times when I was playing that game. I think it's complicated. I don't know, and it's complicated because it it. It takes big freaking risks. It's not a little fucking kid, you know, video game story like every other story. I, I don't know about Hades. This is what's going to cheese um, me off here. Every other video game story there. I mean, it's wrong, it's, uh, wrong, wrong. This is it's an emotional and uh, Hades, 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 Hades in particular is is incredibly unique and also takes takes. Oh no, no, that's not really what I'm saying. Sure, what? yeah, I, and I just don't know anything. About no, 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 what I'm saying and this is what. Sorry, this is what cheats me off, right? You know, Vito's always about playing these shooty games. You know, these bull—he loves to bullet storms. 
And, you know, we always try to convince him to play these story games that do have great stories to make you think. And he's always like, nah, I want to shoot stuff. And the one he finally does play is Shit Last of Us 2. There's tons of games with badass stories that make you think. They're not, he, you know. Yeah, but this, but this, this game... No, no, but this game, like, I'm not, I wasn't trying to... I, I was thinking about to, Disco Elysium, because you're talking I'm about, what? like, I talk about Disco Elysium. I know, but I wasn't trying to pick up a thinking that's what you like about this game, though. But you, no, you I simply like every, said... I like oh, the, the gameplay is, the gameplay is awesome. Mm, you, I love you the were gameplay. just saying how, earlier how, that the series is not known that? for its gameplay. I'm you just saying, it's something... Something unusual that I notice is that when people talk about Last of Us, a lot of people mention that they're not even big fans of the, the gameplay. They thought it was boring. And I'm always caught a little off guard because I, I think the gameplay is awesome in, in those games. That's all I was saying. And I know people in this Discord specifically. I think the gameplay um, is fine. I just think it's changed from one to two. From what I've seen in two, it just looks the same. I mean, maybe they've changed the craft a little bit. Basically, it's, it's right, basically so the what? same. They had 10 years to like not that, make any progression in their systems? Like, that's... You know, that could be seen lame as criticism. As or, or, you know, don't we fix, don't like don't, uh, don't. Gears of War 5 because gameplay has been changed. I do like Gears 5. We wish though. it was what it was in, in Gears... I don't like the story. I, I said we had fun. Gameplay-wise, we did have fun, right? Yeah, but it, only because they've recently made some changes. When we got into Gears Five multiplayer, I agree. Like, oh, but that happens sucked. with every that happens every single Gears game. They always have bad. Like Gears Four, we didn't play for two years, and because they came back, I'm not saying. Well, yeah, you're right, but like that's. I mean, that's a I multiplayer game with balance. That's a different. If it ain't broke, you know. You know I well, I think a lot of people disagreed in the review for the second one, but like I said, I'm gonna buy it tonight, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna wait. I'm not Are gonna you play serious? I'm not, I'm, really no, 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 no. I'm not gonna play tonight. it tonight. I'm not gonna get Don't on. Buy play. It tonight. Uh, I'm gonna buy it tonight. I'll download it. I'll get on maybe tomorrow or something. And I'll play it. I'm gonna start. I just don't. I, I I have to see Vito, the man, the bullet storm man himself. I have to see the story that that made him think. I have to. I right. think also you guys are gonna have to. Uh, the way you guys have to deal with Vito is. You got to file all of his opinions that he expresses and then collect those file that that file and go back through it in your mind and copy that out into like a a balanced outline that uh, doesn't take everything at face value, but incorporates the the disparity of things he said to create a like a a fairer perspective, because I think I think Vito gets, you know, <laughs> he sometimes he'll he'll say things that seem contradictory, but if you can like, you know, peel that back and look oh, at just it, just don't listen to what he's saying. Flash, listen me. to everything he he's me. saying. You guys don't get and me. Then and for the record, I'm not saying Last of Us Part Two down. is some some big brain story. That's not what I meant by that. I I just meant to say that it does. I look at all the games on there, and you know, Doom Eternal, I love. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, I didn't love, but I can't deny that it's a good game um if i want to see any of these games win uh win game of the year i would like to see a game like last of us which i think takes a lot of big risks narratively and and uh you know gameplay wise not that actual gameplay but uh spoilerific thing that i i don't know if i want to say uh right now but you all probably know um I think it takes risks, and I want to see a game like that that win Game of the Year. That's all, and I think it deserves it. 
Over I think that taking a risk is fine, but it does not a reason to win. If you take a risk and you fail, it's not. You still but fail. it doesn't fall flat. No, this game does not fall flat on its face. It does not fail. That's not I'll, true. I'll be honest though. My Many perception of this game is that in this context, it's sort of like the equivalent of Oscar bait. So I, I feel like I can't root for it. <laughs> you know what and I mean? It like, absolutely it is, is Oscar bait. One hundred percent is. It absolutely is. is. That. I mean, I. I I've been restraining myself because I, I haven't played the game, so I I cannot give a fair and impartial objective measure of the story. But to it, it, the story is even Mosker Bay. I mean, maybe it's unique for video games, but anyway, I, I just want to plug that listeners can hear Vito's original opinion on the game on episode 19. Okay, everybody's a dragon, but we're going to play it straight, I believe. <laughs> Based on the episode descriptions, that seems right. Yeah, we've gone too long about this. You are insane to think if I'm not going to go check that out. But yeah, let's let's go ahead and please, please don't. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> oh, I absolutely will. I absolutely will. I'll report back. I I'm pop. A lot of what you're saying, Vu, I, I I feel so much, and I can completely agree. It's just when you talk so much about how the how fun the game is, or how amazing it was, and all that, and like how how cool the gameplay was, like. I just, I just know that you don't think that. Like you're mem- oh, like you might think that you remember that, but like you, the, when you were playing the game, you thought it sucked. You were waiting for it to be done. Like you, you were not that into the game. It's so weird for me to hear you say. Let me give. Yeah, but I, I, I know me. I know my weird brain, and I know why I thought that at the time. And I think if I went back and replayed it, I think I would have a fonder time. And I, I think, I don't know. Are we taking too long on this? Because I could, I could say a couple. I mean. I could finish. Uh, up I mean, we're almost done anyway. It's not that big of a deal. We're almost I, done anyway. It's fine. Uh, the game's not perfect, and I think one of the big things. And if you look back, if you look at the Discord where I'm yelling about it and stuff like that, the biggest problem I had with The Last of Us is um, a classic. Uh, what do you call it? Um, it's like a classic trope. It's called um, ending fatigue. I think. I think I just read about this yeah. somewhere ending fatigue where uh you know and this is a this is a fault of the game where the game kind of teases you like it's going to be ending soon and then it doesn't end and that happens a couple times and you get and the you know the the game the player or the viewer gets frustrated because uh you're just getting you know ping pong back and forth and your expectations that the game's going to end soon uh keep falling out and that was my biggest problem i think as a whole with the last of us because the moment to moment gameplay is excellent um i thought i think you know the lower thinking about the story months ahead i i appreciate it a lot more than i did at the moment and i think it was because of that ending fatigue where i really at after the the first time the the ending fell out from under me i, I get you know i get agita and i just want the game to be over um and that's why I think I was uh, frustrated about the game mostly. I think remember, that's fair. Remember, Andy, just peel back his layers, uh, you know, collect his figures from his his many files, and assemble the uh, the essentials spreadsheet. Okay. Mm, I've got half his brain too, and uh, it's just Thanks broken. Slides. Well, that's the broken half. I got, hold on, I got one last thing real quick, though. In defense of The Last of Us 2, coming in the last second, looked on Metacritic. It is the number two highest-rated PlayStation 4 game of 2020. <laughs> there you go. Oh, wait, really? What, what's number one? 
<laughs> no! You gotta stand behind Persona 5, bud. Uh, or specifically oh. Persona 5 Royale. Oh, I thought you were about to say Ghost of Tsushima. I was oh, really no, happy to. Also, also, last, last note. Last of Us makes no sense because there's absolutely no way in any earth that uh, whatever her name is could take Abby in a, a fist fight. It just wouldn't happen. There's no yeah, way. Right. Literally For no that, way that would have happened. I take back everything I said about the game. She would have fucking last, destroyed last, her. Last note. It's not, it shouldn't be named The Last of Us because there's still people. Amen. Good, good point. Good and the, point. you know take what? They the are Ghost of Shusima. So. All right, what do we replace Last of Us 2 with on the game of the Persona year? Persona 5 Royale, apparently. Uh, Half-Life Alex. I was really, I, make to, to try to bring this back to some semblance of the conversation <laughs> so I can tie it up. I was actually surprised Alex didn't end up on the list as a guy who didn't play. I, yeah, I was, that is surprising. Ba- based on the uh, so many good things I was hearing about, it, I expected it to be a game of the year nom, but I Not guess it's more early, impressive maybe than it was good. Uh, I mean, no, I thought it was great. I would put it above. Well, <laughs> I'd, maybe you'd take Final Fantasy out. But I would in. definitely take Final Fantasy. I just don't understand. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I, I didn't. Well, hear yeah, anything like, good like about why is Final Fantasy above Alex? I mean, is it maybe a purely accept- an accessibility thing where like just probably frankly, is. You most, know what? Yeah. most most gamers uh, haven't actually point. can't actually play game or Alex. Yeah. Thousand dollar video game. That yeah, is true. That's a good point. Alright, put Phasmophobia up there. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised maybe it came out too late. It's not in uh best indie game. Oh yeah, it's it's early access. They don't they don't consider oh, yeah. games until they're full yeah, launch. Right, you're right. Uh all right, next year. Next year. All right, last thing, fellas, before we end, I wanted to announce to everybody to please keep your ears out. We'll have more to say next week on our next spot, I think. But uh, we have a stream event coming up to commemorate our one-year anniversary as a podcast. We intend to play on Twitch, and details will be coming out about what games we played and when and by who. Oh, boy. Who's it gonna be? I'm real jazzed. John's it gonna play the last of us too. Fuck, dude. It's, I bet. You know, maybe I'll maybe I'll pencil some time in there for John to throw up a last of us too. A fifty-hour <laughs> stream. Gee, is that how long it is? Yeah, it's fucking long. That's what I'm saying. It's too long. I'll tell you that. It's too fucking that long. That does sound too long. I think it's right. too long for it tonight, might be... John. You can take a couple it's, of nights. It's like 20 hours too long. I'm, I'll be honest with you. Another problem I have with the game. Uh, it's not... Okay, it's not that long, John. I mean, Last of Us Part 2, how long to be? Main story, 24. Main plus extra, 29. Completionist, 30, 38 and a half. I also played on uh, the hardest. I played on the hardest difficulty, so I was doing encounters like twenty times. Sometimes so it was taking me a really long time to beat it. There's a problem. Yeah. All, All right. right. Thanks everybody for joining us this week. Um, please don't forget that Greg is on this podcast, and hopefully he'll be back next week. Uh, <laughs> Email right. us. Who? I already forgot. Email us, brokencampfire at gmail.com. That's brokencampfire at gmail.com. Forceful. The greatest email for the greatest podcast in the world. Raise 5 out of 5 on iTunes. And yeah, check out our stream coming soon. I hope everybody is gearing up for their Thanksgiving next week. I'm gearing down. Gears 5 right. down. 
to lead us out, everybody, please tell me a little bit about your favorite Thanksgiving food at the same time. Ooh, I like uh, like water, uh, sweet potato stuffing. s'mores, mostly uh, room sweet temp potatoes with uh, stuffing uh, into my no, nice crispy. I'm only sure down. Oh, I hate turkey. I'm not a turkey yeah. guy. Cold water, dry. I can wash it down with a gravy on stuffing down. Even if it's cold, I like lamb depths, plumbing. I just know that a little bit of turkey already eats juicy red meat. Oh, Rita, you're you're making me laugh. Making us frustrated, I know. I found another, uh, when I was on break, I I thought of another Easter egg for uh, Dead Space. Um, You know they put dead in the title of the game also? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, you're right. right. That's kind of like an Easter egg. Are you the first person to notice that? You should put that online. It could be one of those, like, Uh, ten years in the work, like, you know, ten years later they found this... uh, Right, yeah. You know, Easter egg found ten years after launch. 